Thanks for downloading the Preston and Steve podcast from WMMR. It'll begin right after these words. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Today is Monday, October 26. Our birthdays are as follows. Hillary Rodham Clinton. And now on the center stage, the Secretary Secretary of State, State, (laughs) Senator, former Senator Hillary Rodham Clinton. She's, uh, <laughs> Come on, baby. Push that coochie. <laughs> She's 63 years old today. You think Bill would be down front for that? Bill is Watch nowhere it. near her. <laughs> <laughs> Bill has, Bill's been there and possibly done that, but I'm not sure. Well, he did it once. We know that. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. We do know that. Uh, she's 63 today. We spoke. Really, uh, been there, done that. We spoke to her when she was on the uh, the presidential campaign, and actually, she was pretty nice interview. She was. She, was. she yeah. actually had. Uh, and again, I say, you know, uh, we spoke to both her and Barack. Uh, Barack was was not as engaging. Yeah, he was a little more uh, quiet, you know. And I thought he'd be the one who'd be more, you know, you know, playful and so on and so forth. It. She was. Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, was she 63? She's swearing now that she's not going to make another presidential bid. Really? Yeah, that, that's what she's saying. My guess is eventually. It'll get the better of her, and she'll probably go for it again. Maybe so. <laughs> All right, and then we have uh, Seth McFarlane. Uh, Family Guy fans know the who exactly who he is. He does $100 million dollar for... contract with Fox. What? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, he does the voices. I think he's the highest paid um, personality associated wow. with Fox. Oh, my gosh. Uh, for, he does voices for Peter, Brian, Stewie, Stewie and many others. And uh, also, remember, he has uh, the, the collectibles. Uh, uh, those you, are all his. You're thinking, no, you're thinking of the, the oh, guy who created Spawn. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Todd, Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane is what I'm thinking of. You're thinking of Todd Bridges. But Seth McFarlane, uh, he, he does all kinds of uh, different entertainment characters he, and things he, like he that. He does. In fact, one, one of the one of the detractions from, I think, the shows is that he does too many of the voices. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, virtually all yeah. the voices sound the same, and they've made jokes about that in the series. And then he does American Dead, and he does all the voices on American Dead, too. And uh, <laughs> I don't think he does anything on Cleveland. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does, does he do the bear? I think he does the bear, yeah. yeah. Uh, We've had complaints about the soda machines, (coughs) and I have spoken with the school board. (coughs) Is there something you'd like to say, Mr. Griffin? Uh, no. That's him talking over his farts to cover them. (laughs) No, I'm good. (coughs) I love it. All right, he's, uh, yeah, he's making a boatload of money. Do you know who he nailed? Eliza Dushku. Oh, Really? really? One of his girlfriends for a while. Yeah. All right, well, he's 36 today. John Heater, <clears throat> uh, Napoleon Dynamite, is uh, 32 today. Blades of Glory? Yeah. He's very funny in it. That is a supreme guilty pleasure. Is I it? watch yeah. Blades of Glory all the time. I yeah. haven't seen it. I need, I, neither have I, Kath. It's one of those that I do need to see. <laughs> and is that pretty much it? Has, did he do anything after that? Uh, those are the only two things I, I remember, you know, Napoleon Dynamite and that. I mean, he's good. He's, he's funny. I, we, I mean, ha- he, we had him on, and he was kind of like... Not really into the whole Napoleon Dynamite thing. Like, you know what I mean? After that's what everybody yeah. knew. And yeah. And he's just kind of like, mm, whatever. Is he a Mormon? I think, is he, he a is. Mormon? Yeah, okay. But you know what? He's uh, he's probably smartly uh, taking a break to avoid, you know, his no casting. Yeah. yeah. And Napoleon Dynamite dominated for such a while there. And like, he's related to Vice Akehema. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's Vi's father. He's yeah. 32 well, today. No, that. he's not. Uh, Dylan McDermott, the 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 practice. Uh, Wonderland was a film of his as well. I like Dylan 
McDermott. He's Nick spent the weekend with him. Yeah, yeah. Dark Blue is a TV show that he's uh, currently on, and it's a good show. And uh, he is it really, still on? Yeah, it's on. Okay. Uh, it's on hiatus now. They finished up their season, but he, he was a really, really nice guy when I got to go out and interview him. He's uh, forty-eight. Jacqueline Smith of Charlie's Angels. Oh, oh she was my like favorite. Her. Mine my too. Favorite. Yep. I uh, Farrah was the. Ah! Farrah obviously was the the blonde bombshell, the the sex pot, but I always thought Jacqueline Smith was just flat out hot as hell. I remember as a kid looking at her when she was standing facing to you because I had all the posters, you know, in my room. Yeah, she's uh, the one in the middle. But yeah, she and and she'd stand. And you could see his face all the way up her legs to the promised land. Like, even as a kid, I knew, wow, that is awesome. <laughs> uh, Jacqueline Smith is sixty two today. Pat Sajak of Wheel of Same Fortune. Same thing, I had a poster of him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and he was, when he faced you, you could see all the way up to his oh. nutsack. He's right about the same age. He's 63 today. Oh, so. How old is Vanna White then? She's got to be white. This is Vanna White. Yeah. White. Uh, she's it? probably in her late her 50s. 50s. Yeah. Okay. Casey, what was the argument we just had about Wheel of Fortune? Uh, dun, it, dun, 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 oh. And I was doing the theme, and you're like, that's not the theme. Well, and I'm it? like, yes, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Do we have it? Yeah. Uh, Why does it not sound right to me? A, a sweetheart gig. Oh, the best. Oh, my gosh. You know, why Why would you ever screw with that? It's a perennial. It, it's a ratings getter. People love the show. And he's a multi-multi-millionaire well, because and, of it. And both of them. And, and you're right. And Oh, she's and, got an even easier gig. An even easier. And, and they didn't. That's the thing. They've both been there for so many years. Yep. And, and they just let it, you know, ride it out. Mm -hmm. Last year, during the uh, NLCS, he was behind the uh, home right. plate for every game with the Phillies yeah. and the Dodgers. This year... For the ALCS, he was at the Angels games, and it kind of bugged me out because the Dodgers are in the World's are in the uh, yeah. ALCS again this year, and he apparently switched allegiances in the offseason. I'm just I'm, I want to get back to Vanna White real quick because like 30 years White. from now, are White. they going to have an 80 year old Vanna White yes. turning the you know yeah. just because I think she's such a fan. Fa I think the aspect of her being sexy uh -huh. is is now it's really over. not the main thing. Yeah. It's, well, it's that people just love her and associate her with the show. Yeah, I think you're right, is she, but she still looks good. She oh looks yeah, she's fine. still attractive. Yeah. Yeah. But she used to be a Hot. sex pot. Yeah, yeah she, the the deal was that she was one of the TV hotties. Well, remember she was in the that TV movie, The Goddess of Love. Oh, yeah, God, she, she was, was horrible. Was, and the comedy what, was horrible when when she switched from actually turning the letters to just touching, touching them. Touching, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Half of your uh, half your physical workload is gone <laughs> at that point. Now yeah. they just have her. When she's eighty. She'll just sit there and throw tomatoes <laughs> at them. <laughs> HMB, Miss White. Uh, anyhow, Pat Sajak is 63. Carrie Elways, uh, The Princess Bride, and uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. And Glory. And Saw. And Saw. Uh, is 47. And today. Glory. He's a great actor. Uh, Steve, it's Rita Wilson's birthday. Oh, hey! right, so this is Tom Hanks, yes. a wonderful sweetheart of a woman. Yes. Love her. <laughs> Went over to her house, uh, of course, uh, with my wife, my lovely wife, Joy, and Tom was there. And we uh, putted around in his rumpus robe. He made some couscous. That was awesome. So, uh, Rita... He just loves Rita Wilson. 
Uh, Sleepless in Seattle. I, I like that. And when he says, and then Nelly Furtado. Uh, <laughs> Runaway Bride, Autofocus. She's done a bunch of movies. Oh, she is. She's got that. She's the wife in Autofocus who comes across this whole porn <laughs> oh, stash. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You know what I find her incredibly sexy in is uh, the, that thing you do. She has a small oh, yeah. role as a waitress. And yep. she's, she's hitting on uh, the, the drummer. And uh, she just wants a piece for the night. And he gets too drunk. They met on that movie where, where um, uh, Tom Hanks kind of, kind of does the piece. Score Volunteers. Thing. Volunteers. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, she's 53 today. Bob Hoskins, Bob! Who, who framed uh, Roger Rabbit. Uh, he was in Hook, Nixon. If you um, want to see a great crime drama, he's in a movie called The Long Good Friday, where he plays uh, like a, a British mafia guy, and yeah. uh, he's trying to get out, and he keeps getting pulled back in. He's uh, 67 today, and then the last birthday I saw is Keith Urban, the country star, married to Nicole Kidman, and he is 42. All right, let's get this answer to the uh, stupid question this morning. In 1960, a celebrity was honored with the first star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Who was it? 215-263-WMMR. I have Dennis. Hey, Dennis, how you doing, man? Hey, how you doing? Good. Dennis, do you know the answer? Yeah, it's uh, Joanne Woodworth. Yeah. Oh! You know, and this is terrible. I don't even know who Joanne Woodward is. Steve. Married to Paul Newman. Yeah. Uh, she was in The Three Faces of Eve. She was in Philadelphia. She was the mother. She's in Philadelphia? She was yeah. the, wait, She's the, the mom. The one with Tom Hanks? Yes. Not the one that took place in space. <laughs> Well, no, I didn't know if there was yeah. an older movie called yeah. Philadelphia. Well, I said there was a Philadelphia story years ago, but that, right. they, she wasn't in that. Yeah, she okay. was the mom in Philadelphia. All right, Dennis, since you got that right, you've got AIDS and you're in space, <laughs> so that's oh, like no. two strikes. Space AIDS, space uh, AIDS, just like Will Wheaton. Uh, Will Wheaton, yeah, Wheaton, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of space AIDS. Uh, Dennis, you got it right. We're going to give you paintball for two. Right. We're really part paintball. Hang on just a minute. All right, uh, where the action never stops. You can visit RPSC paintball.com for more information. She was also the uh, the psychologist in the movie Sybil. Okay. All right. Spent the long, one who was treating Sally Field. A long time since I've seen that. That took place in space, too. <laughs> All right. Here we go. At the box office, nothing in space that I know of, but uh, Paranormal Activity was number one yeah. at the box office. And this must be killing the people at the Saw franchise because <laughs> they came in second with Saw si Is this six? Yeah. This is Saw six. Saw six. Uh, Are you going to go see Saw six? <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh, Paranormal Activity made $22 million. I'm trying to avoid it. <laughs> I'm going to take it now. I am. Why? Because Saw it's, 16, it's all interesting. Uh, $14.8 <laughs> million. Uh, followed by Where the Wild Things Are, Law Abiding Citizen, Couples Retreat, uh, Astro Boy, The Stepfather was seventh. Is that a remake? It's a remake mm -hmm. and an unnecessary one, especially when you see uh, uh, Terry uh, Quinn's, Quinn. uh, Quinn's uh, performance in the original, yep. which is so good and so funny and, and so menacing. I mean, you know, this guy's a good actor, but why would you do that? The, uh, whole, the whole movie basically worked because of Terry O'Quinn. Uh, Cirque de Freak and the Vampire's Assistant was... Cirque de Suck. ...was eighth. <laughs> Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs was ninth, and then Zombieland rounded out the top ten. By the way, Paranormal Activity, number one like that, with such a low budget, that's got a well, chance to be one of the most successful movies of all time. If it's it's like Blair Witch. You remember yeah. how Blair Witch was one of the most profitable movies of all time? Well, this one cost, I think, when it, everything came out, they said it's in the, in the $14,000 range. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's just gravy now. All the yep. money coming in is just uh, pure profit. 
Uh, well, on the heels of the uh, uh, the Yankees making the World Series, I figured to pass this along. Uh, Kate Hudson reportedly has her boyfriend Alex Rodriguez exploring Buddhism now. Oh boy! Oh, uh, oh boy! Told Please the, have him explore it a lot before the World Series. A source told the New York Daily News that the actress's religion is an important part of her life, adding that it seems that Alex really just wants to make her happy. I want to get into pains. Uh, a witness sitting near Hudson at one of Rodriguez's. Is in your pain? Then uh, I get into Jupain's. A uh, recent game said... I know he doesn't talk that way, but... <laughs> a witness sitting at, near Hudson at uh, one of Rodriguez's recent games said that the actress even um, brought Buddha prayer beads with her to the stadium. Oh, that's great, honey. <laughs> <laughs> ah, look, you brought your your beads there. That's that's great. Buddha Up your beads. butt, Joe Boo. Hey, look, guys. My girlfriend brought her Buddha beads. <laughs> and apparently she laid them across the railing in front of her God. seats. Uh, the spy noted. Like, like she leaves them by the front door and, and like when she's not looking, he kind of puts them in a drawer. Oh, honey, have you seen my Buddha beads? No, I haven't. Uh, the, the spy noted. Oh, here they are. Ah, oh, good. It was a long strand of brown beads and she and her friends would pick them up from time to time. Now, is it hard to distinguish between her Buddha beads and his anal beads? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the paper reports that Rodriguez, a religious chameleon, also explored Kabbalah while he was involved with Madonna. So, oh. I tell you what, people are practice Buddhism, though? They seem to be, like, they really mellowed Richard Gere out. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to be a very sort of centered sort of uh, uh, feeling that people get from it. Yeah, it's possible. I mean... It, hey, more power to him. We'll see if uh, if it sticks or not. I, I didn't know that she was a Buddhist, so... Yeah, she probably really isn't, but uh, it's yeah. a trendy thing. Yeah. yeah. She's making him jump through hoops, so he, you know, he is to prove that he really is worthy of the, uh, of the booty calls. <laughs> <laughs> of, the, of the Buddha? Yeah, the Buddha calls. Yeah. Uh, John Gosselin's lawyer claims the reality dad has complied with court order that he received last One, year. One, two, Bartle do. And three, four, crap most <laughs> Is that his lawyer? Yeah, it's his lawyer. <laughs> and returned the $180,000 that he took from a joint bank account with his estranged wife, Kate. Well, wait, what's going on? Is there missing money? Is that, is that what this He was supposed to now? return a, a large chunk of it. He's just returned a portion of it. So, yeah, but, her, but he swears he still has, he has the rest. Her lawyer, uh, countered, uh, uh Attorney Mark Heller's claim saying that John had returned $28,500, but he was waiting for Heller to wire back the remaining $152,000. Oh, okay. Shut the f*** up! Um, Mark Momijan said... At, Mark Momijan. Yeah, I Who's guess that, so. the lawyer? Momijan? I yeah, don't know. it's a Momijan. Momijan. Uh, anyway, he said after Heller's statement last week, I have no doubt John's lawyer is making an accurate representation, but I'm just waiting. He added that Kate was not required to require any, to return any money, sorry, uh, but otherwise complied with court order in advance of the date. It was reported last week that a second hearing would be held today. Isn't tonight the uh, episode where Kate answers viewer email? Ooh. I think that's the one really? where they, they, they kind of throw open all the questions and she's going to answer everything that uh, people want to find out about the status of the marriage. Oh, really? Not all that. This is the one they've been telling. And they say that this is the last episode. That's oh, what I, I heard. Know. Wow. Do you uh, think they'd promote it more if it was? Uh, meanwhile, Heller denied RadarOnline.com's report that John has a meeting scheduled with CBS to talk about appearing on a special on special celebrity editions of The Amazing Race or Survivor. Uh, Heller God, said that John geez. is not doing Amazing Race or any other reality show. No, of course he isn't. No divorce. He's working as club. a doorstop. Uh, he is focused on personal life and the matters at hand. So who knows? He's probably fixed. He's going up. in for a personality transplant. Stuff anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you know, they don't even really feature John and Kate Plus 8 on their website anymore, on TLC.com. I mean, it's it's pretty buried. They, it's a lot of, like, cake shows and American Chopper and that kind of stuff. Oh, the Ace of Cakes. Is that theirs? Yeah, a, a Cake Boss is one. Maybe there's two cake shows. But anyway, I think they're getting a, away from is it. Isn't it great that, you, that, a, that a network can have multiple cake shows I on know, their... I uh, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's only in cable. Yeah. Well, that no, that's our Wednesday night cake show. <laughs> I actually wa- watch those cake shows. Do you really? Yeah, well, all right, so do I. They they uh, <laughs> they had one the other day. I was watching where they they I guess they build these elaborate cakes and then they move them in before their panel of uh, cake judges. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the only way you can make a cake like that is to use that frosting that's like marzipan because yeah. it's like nine yeah. stories fondant. tall. This thing, right? Yeah, fondant. Yeah, yeah. you know what? I judge like Henry fondant. I judge <laughs> cakes solely on one thing and one thing only: taste. I don't care what it looks like. If it tastes good, then you're fine. And and a lot of these times, these cakes don't taste that great. <laughs> yeah, I know. You and know? that to me, give me an old fashioned devil's food cake. Yeah, but the icing not even covering it all. Yeah, and patches of hair in it. <laughs> I'll take that. Then you know I'll take that good. over a Henry fondant cake. By the way, I just I'm, I'm curious, Nick, when you're watching these cake shows, what are you usually eating? Oh, bagels and such? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't cake. Bagels yeah. cake. and such. Um, That's, it's a participatory thing. Charlize Theron made out with a woman last week Whoa. and she was not on a movie set. Whoa. Super. Fantastic. Uh, however, the kiss was for charity, a last oh. minute prize that she offered at the 1X1 Gala <laughs> that proved to be worth $140,000 just for that kiss. Uh, the actress offered up a smooch after Jeremy Piven fetched $280,000 at the live auction. Mm. Uh, for you use hi- your tongue prettier than a twenty-dollar whore. Uh, for higher than the thirty-seven dollars she initially raid, raised, I'm sorry, for a 2010 trip to South Africa that included World Cup tickets, a safari, and a meet and greet with Nelson Mandela. She's from she South Africa. Yeah. Uh, the actress told uh, attendees, "For f's sake, you can do better. There's no way I'm leaving here with Jeremy Piven getting a higher bed." Uh, bid, I've got boobs for God's sake. Uh, she agreed to a 20 second kiss from a woman who claimed her prize on stage as the audience counted down. $140,000. Wow. I would say they were at a, uh, a high dollar event. Yes, yeah. probably. Yeah. Dear God. It wasn't a, uh, you know, community fair. There. Was that a, a, did you say Matt Damon's event? Because, uh, no. I, I follow Jeremy Piven on Twitter and, and he was at some sort of a Matt Damon, uh, charity event is no. one by one. In fact, I do have something about Matt Damon here. Matt was uh, forced to pull Ooh. out. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. You brought it up. <laughs> anyway, Matt Damon was forced to pull out of a charity event last week due to a family emergency of a serious nature. Oh. Uh, his rep wouldn't specify the nature of the emergency, but insisted that it was serious, explaining he wouldn't have missed this otherwise. Is that his event? That uh, one. Matt one Damon. by one. Yeah. Okay. See, I thought it was one X one, but the X is supposed to be a buy. I guess yeah. one by one. One by one. Well, yeah, one X one. That must have been his event, but uh, there was some kind of a, a big family thing that happened. I don't know what though, so we'll have to oh. wait and see. Uh, a ban prohibiting Lindsay Lohan from entering a Manhattan club has been lifted. Oh, the, the awesome! Twenty-three year old had been kept out of. Hot- <laughs> she had been kept. <laughs> <laughs> out of hot spot out there with the cigarette burns on her fingers <laughs> avenue is it time <laughs> this place is called avenue and she had been held out of there since tweeting about justin timberlake cheating on girlfriend jessica biel by dancing with another woman at the club oh it's to keep but sources <sighs> tell the new york post that the situation has been reversed God, uh, i can't wait to party <laughs> 
<laughs> the New York Post claims that Lauren has besieged, <laughs> has besieged the management. <laughs> that she has besieged the management with calls and emails to let her back in. And she promised to be on her best behavior. Oh. I'll be so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sources claim that she's, that she's already visited the club twice. Do you sell chicken fingers? <laughs> uh, she's already visited the uh, the club twice since the ban was lifted, during which uh, she was laying off the alcohol and refusing free drinks. Uh, How clean and sober. In other Lindsay news, Fox reports that uh, the starlet did not get paid for her recent work with the fashion house Emmanuel Ungaro. The effort for which Lindsay received terrible reviews was no sweat off of the company's back. A source said that the deal is perfect for them. Uh, they have nothing they to lose. They love putting out crappy stuff. Even though the, the clothes were not a big hit during the Paris Fashion Week, Lindsay even paid for her flight and hotel in Paris. Uh, her professional life appears to be further unraveling as Casablanca Records has reportedly decided to terminate its professional relationship with her. You remember she tries I'm, to have. I'm surprised they still career. had. She still had a record contract. Yeah, another source told Fox Casablanca has suspended all further recording sessions of her album and put their working relationship with her on hold. I don't like their take. We need more oboe. Uh, Lindsay was committed to making music. <laughs> all right, uh, one, two, three, and has been working on it. For 16 months, uh, she's going to do what she can to keep her music career going. So we'll have to I mean, you don't say the line. <laughs> so, pretty. She's doing a cover song. Yeah. Wow. I love that song. Yeah. Uh, Ivanka Trump married New York Observer owner Jared Kushner on Sunday. Wow. Did you see the ceremony? It was at Cracker Barrel. Uh, no, yeah, I did right. not. Uh, I saw the pictures in uh, in the paper this morning. She's an attractive girl. She is. She's very pretty. He's He is a, uh, a multi-multi-millionaire, if not billionaire. Yeah. Uh, and um, she's got money. I assume that was a... Uh, top-notch event. She's also a very smart individual. She's She's got the chops as far as... I think as she's one of the ones who's like basically co-running the uh, the Trump empire. Yeah, but yeah. Didn't, she, didn't she leave? <clears throat> Wasn't it like a couple of months ago? No, we I'm had a story sure. of her leaving. Uh, Did she? she may have. Uh, a rep confirmed to the nuptials to U.S. Magazine uh, adding that she was the most stunning bride. The wedding took place on the grounds of the Trump National Golf Course after a three-month engagement. And she uh, she converted to Judaism. For no. Uh, yeah, she did. Did she really? Yeah. I did not know that. 27-year-old Trump talked about preparations for the big day, recently saying, I only had a three-month engagement, so it was all done pretty quickly. Uh, to all those women planning a wedding, just be organized and decisive. It also helps if you have a wedding planner helping you what, out. What do you do with Ivanka Trump? Do you get her a blender? I mean, <laughs> you know, what What do you get? I, I assume the, the best thing to do would make donations to a charity. Probably. Where they, act, where they actually they really accepting don't, gifts. They don't need anything. There's right. nothing that you could give them, I would think. Oh, look, honey, the bread maker we wanted. And when you propose, I mean, it's not like you can wow her with... Uh, you know, a big diamond, a big big diamond ring. So, do you even bother, or do you just go tradition? Like, well, you know what he yeah, does. Of course, he, you need something. He he proposed to her on a, uh, a hayride at Cream Oh, that's Aww. so sweet. It's <laughs> that's where they met, right? That's where they met. Yeah, he was working as a goblin. <laughs> a goblin? Yeah, uh, just part time. I mean, yeah, just for fun. Yeah. Kicks. Uh, anyhow, they're married now. Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh, the um, composer has been uh, diagnosed with prostate cancer. <clears throat> oh, wow. A rep for the legendary composer announced on uh, the news on Sunday, but noted that the condition is in its early stages. Good. Uh, I, 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 the, I don't the know dude how old basically, he is. Uh, I'm going to say in his 
late fifties, okay, early sixties. Uh, but he he basically is is one of the guys who just dominates Broadway. You know, for a time there, you could go and see four or five of his productions on Broadway. A uh, statement for his publicist said <clears throat> Andrew is now undergoing treatment. He's supposed to be fully back to work uh, before the end of the year. Uh, Weber recently announced plans for a sequel to his hit show Phantom of the Opera. Really? So he's going to go How out How do you then. carry that further? I don't know. You know what? I don't. I never saw it, so... Why when we're still waiting on Cats 2? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Back in the box. Tom Sizemore's <laughs> ex-girlfriend is suing the troubled actor claiming that he owes her thousands of dollars in child support. Which hmm. one? Who is this? Uh, this is Janelle McIntyre. You know what? The fact that she got involved with Tom Sizemore shows that uh, her ability to make decisions yeah. is not that good. Well, yeah, the two and to have kids with Tom Sizemore. Yeah, their two boys were born in 2005, so it's not like they're older. And this happened a while back. This is bag of bones, bitch. This is in the height of his crap. I um, didn't hit her. I didn't like her. She alleges that he's uh, also he's an angry junkie. Have you ever? Yeah, because uh, I'm a member of his porn site. Yeah, <laughs> do you still visit that porn site? I haven't been there in years. Yeah, I still pay for it. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you cancel? That? I, I really should. It's totally one of those, don't know it's how. One of those things on the to do list. No, I actually do know how. <laughs> oh, then you got to cancel it. It's well, like thirty just, bucks a month. I feel it? that in this right now, I'm helping him pay child support. Yeah, well, you, or buy drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're feeding his addiction. Him. If it's right helping now. me with my with my Hollywood trash, then that's good. <laughs> do you write that off? Yeah, <laughs> I have to. Anyway, she he owes her fifty eight thousand eight hundred dollars in child support, and uh, she's also seeking uh, health insurance coverage for the kids and fifty thousand dollars for attorney fees. So he has more problems. How and do you it, look at him and say, "Wow, that's a good marriage prospect"? <laughs> yeah. He's disgusting. All right, and then one final story: Sean Penn has reportedly traveled to Cuba in the hopes of interviewing Fidel Castro. What? Uh, TMZ.com reported on Sunday Jesus. that uh, Sean is going to land. Uh, to, to the land of Fidel as a journalist writing a story for Vanity Fair. Here's a piece of news. He's not a journalist. I know. Is he delusional a He's bit? incredibly delusional. Yeah, and uh, this it's supposedly about how the uh, Obama administration has affected Cuba. Uh, the website I can't wait to hear Sean Penn's take on that. That he's traveling with uh, <laughs> Diana Jenkins, who is married to the head honcho at Barclays Bank. Uh, TMZ uh, source added that uh, Barclay sources say Sean and Diana are going to meet Castro. Presumably, those hey, deal, my friend Champagne. So presumably, because I saw you in that movie, Milk. That's you were good. Diana told them. I just watched Milk on Saturday night. Is it good? Uh, it's not bad. I'll I tell you a what. It, part of it. It was weird watching him like full on making out with uh, James Franco. That was very hard to see you making out with James Franco. <laughs> I mean, I'm old man, but a little. I got a little bit of wood. I must admit. <laughs> now, would you playing whole milk half and half or skim? Anyway, he's headed to talk to Castro, so we'll see if the conversation goes something like that. All right, now I got a couple of clips. Yeah! Uh, Michael Jackson's choreographer speaks out. Travis Payne uh, discussed working with his fallen friend Michael uh, as he passed away during the rehearsal process of the tour, and the footage has since been turned into the feature film This Is It, and he comments on that. Here we go. You get to see, you know, the quintessential Michael Jackson classics and hits that we've all come to love, but you also see his new interpretation of some of his great songs and, and dances because he had evolved as an artist. He was a father. You know, his priorities were different. You know, he was so excited to be able to share this with his children and and it was great to have them around sometimes i am gay all right <laughs> so 
Uh, does that open at Hit Theaters Wednesdays? Okay, yes. this Wednesday. I have to say, in the in the in the trailer for it, the coming attractions, they have the what what song do they use? It's the one you love, uh, Nick. Human Nature. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it's it sounds great. sounds great. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then another one. Uh, this yeah. one is about uh, Cirque du Freak. <laughs> The, vampire, the, the vampire's assistant, and uh, the movie follows two suburban 16-year-olds, and uh, they get more than what they bargained for when they visit a traveling freak show and accidentally break a 200-year-old truce between rival vampires. Uh, John C. Riley, who stars in this, talks about vampires in this clip. Here we go. This whole vampire kind of tidal wave that's happened lately wasn't quite... You know, cresting at the time we made the movie. Um, the first Twilight movie hadn't come out or anything. It's funny because Willem Dafoe is in the movie, but my favorite uh, vampire movie was Shadow of a Vampire. I thought that was a really great, and uh, we were lucky enough to have Willem in the movie. And Thing sucks. <laughs> I have more on here. Really he didn't finish it in his voice. He didn't finish it. Doesn't really matter. Uh, and uh, they took I'm, him out before he could finish. I'm aware of the books, though the script uh, through the script and uh, eventually read all of them. That's how it's supposed to end. Cool. Anyway, uh, Steve, did you have you ever seen the movie he was talking about, Shadow of the Vampire? Yeah, it, it works. It, the, the story is actually very, very cool. It. it, it uh, poses this notion. What if that original movie, Nosferatu, that silent film oh, with yeah. Max Schreck, what if he actually was a vampire? Yeah, that's right. And they convinced him to be in this movie, and so he's killing people on the set, and so on and so forth, and Willem Dafoe plays yeah. Max Schreck. So. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see that. You said it was pretty good. It is good, yeah. Alright, cool. And there you go. That's what I got uh, entertainment-wise for you this morning. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, I, I do want to address this real quick because I'm starting to get a uh, number of emails asking about it. And I, I I know we'll eventually have an official announcement, but I want to do it anyway now because we're roughly a month away from the camp out for hunger. It's true, yeah. yes. And yeah. I, I want the food drives to get started now. Um, so we're looking to do it. Uh, basically that first, uh, week of December, uh, which it'll officially start on November 30th. It's the week immediately after Thanksgiving. Yep. So we need you to, uh, to go ahead and, and, uh, start preparing, uh, especially if you're a business because, uh, we're going to have the, the, the main incentive, which is a live broadcast from our show at yep. your place of business or wherever you would like to do it. Uh, and, uh, it's the largest, uh, donation in one single delivery from business. So, uh, go ahead and, and, uh, you know, put up signs, get things started, start, uh, having some gathering spots and get ready for the camp out for hunger once again. We're doing all the stuff that we did last year and, and then some. So, yeah. and, and if you have any ideas as any, uh, if, as to any way to increase the food, uh, take, that would be awesome. Please yeah. get in touch with us. We'll have the details soon about the other incentives. I, I know it's kind of, it's kind of a soft announcement right now. We'll have the official one, uh, coming up down the road and uh thank god that this guy is back because he's one of the main <laughs> organizers of the the camp out for hunger our own chuck d'amico has been out sick for two weeks yeah and gone so we welcome chuck yeah! back to the radio station assistant program director of mmr Hey man, so Chuck had uh, had gotten ill, and uh, you had what this fever? I and had uh, I had a pretty severe flu that traveled into my lungs and became pneumonia. Did they classify? Did they classify it as swine flu? They wouldn't test me for swine flu. Okay, the, the doctor said basically, I'm going to treat you as if you have it. Okay. You know, he's, he, he said the treatment's the same, the medicine's the same. That's what I assume. Yeah. The, the, the swine flu is just basically the flu. Yeah, but, I, uh, he didn't uh, say why. Why He said it was recommended that they don't test. 
I don't know if they're trying to keep, you know, stats down or something like that. Right, right, right. But, you know, they just wouldn't test me for it. And you so, ended up with pneumonia. Yeah, I still and, had and, it. And how yeah. far along uh, did you did you pick that up? Like after a week of having after, the flu? Basically after a week, yeah. Um, I ended up going to the emergency room because nothing got any better. Yeah. And they took a uh, chest x-ray. They said it's clear, sent me home, and said, you know, basically just more rest. And then they called me at home a half an hour later and said, we took another look at it and you have pneumonia. Oh, well, what what do they see in the? I mean, it just does not show up on an X-ray. They, it's called an infiltrate. They <laughs> okay, called it an infiltrate, and they said it's the beginnings of pneumonia, and it's only going to get worse. So they immediately called in a uh, hmm. a uh, prescription for me. I'm still taking it. Yeah. That scared you because pneumonia is something that happens to your body when things are going really bad. Yeah, but I also heard too that it, it could take like a month or so. Yeah, you know, to, 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 to really clear it out. Recover from. I, if I breathe deep enough, I can feel it in there. I can feel like a gurgling wow. in my left side. Yeah. Hey, do you know what the biggest difference is between the regular flu and the swine flu is just that who is at the greatest risk to get it? And oddly enough, they say, Kathy, that the, the it's the um, people who are younger yeah, are, people, are at, right. at the greatest risk. Younger of, and, and elderly people. So that's it. <laughs> like, yeah. no, well, that doesn't I, make any sense. It's pregnant women, little kids, younger people. Actually, I had heard anybody before uh, born before 1940, there were similar strains as to this you know, in, in the 30s. So anybody bef born before, and actually it's before 1950, right. um, may have been exposed to something like this in the past and may already have antibodies in their in their. Wow. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, my my whole, uh, all my kids are sick right now. Oh, Every one of them? All three? All, all three are sick. It's how are you, how are you dodging that bullet? I don't know. It's happened a couple of times. I've, I've, where, where, in even my wife has gotten, you know, whatever's going around and I managed to avoid it somehow or another. It's happened a couple of times. And then there have been other Jeez, times where. kiss my wife. <laughs> no, then there, then there have been other times where I'm the only one who gets sick in the house. But um, my my uh, middle son or my my middle child Carter he got it first and it started with high fever he had a hundred and five temperature over the weekend wow. hundred and five man that can be like almost deadly life threatening yeah. yes uh, and uh, vomiting and and all that whole thing and then Parker my son got it yesterday and I got a note from my wife this morning when I got up that Caroline our youngest was up throwing up last Jeez. night so. <laughs> Everybody's got it in the house. You might be in a hotel room. <laughs> might be a virus or something. I'm not 100% sure on that, but it's just terrible, man. And yesterday, my Parker was laying on the couch and he was just like, uh, just moaning. I've never seen him that sick before. And I, I was doing the same thing. There's a few yeah. other kids in, in, uh, in their school that, that are uh, in my neighborhood that have gotten the whole deal and they've pulled them out of school. I just, um, you know, and I was asking Chuck, like, you know, did you even touch your kids, you know, the, you know, the, yeah. at least that first yeah, week? Just, that they you told were... me to keep my distances, you know, from any, you know, I couldn't come here. I couldn't go to the daycare, obviously, to get them. I shouldn't go into stores or anything like that. <laughs> Um, but my doctor did tell me that I'm more likely to catch something from them than they are to catch it from me. That's wild. I, I know that they the, uh, they tell like nurses, anybody who's working in a hospital, if they feel even the slightest thing, stay home. Yeah. Well, as soon as we walked into the emergency room, they found out what my my uh, symptoms were. They put a mask on me and locked me in a room. Really? Yeah. And oh then and then they took me to an, to one of the emergency room, like you know, little sort of temporary hospital rooms. Big red sign on the window, quarantine, nobody come in. Really? Yeah, yeah we took Whoa. a picture of the sign and everything. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, wow. it's, it's funny because, President, I was telling you this yesterday. I was at CVS and I was, you know, picking up because I have a little bit of what just, it, this feels like a common cold, you know, a little bit of congestion going ah, on. Nothing bad. Uh, but I, I was I was picking up all my stuff and I, and I also was picking up the Purell a little bit more. There was like none on the shelves. They're, they're selling out of it all over the place. Dude, we have and, 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 and I know, but for home, I, I mean, you know, I want it everywhere that I go. I, I'm going to glue one on my forehead. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but it reminded me of the movie The Stand. Oh, you know, yeah, where yeah. it's like, 
Man, this is this is like what a little bit the beginning of an outbreak looks like, you know? Well, because of movies like that and because we've been so conditioned to Purell everything, I, I've gotten away from doing that stuff. Like yeah. there are they recently in our building on our floor, right outside the studio, and then on the door to get out to the hallway, they installed two Purell dispensers. It's in front of every studio. Yeah. yeah. And and to me that's just it's it, it's overkill because I, I just am of the mind that if I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it and I'll wash my hands and I'll I'll cough into my sleeve and whatever else, but there's just there doesn't seem to be that much that you can do to prevent well, it from actually happening. There, there isn't, but but a, a, at a certain level, we shake so many hands, that, right. and that's how it's going to get. That's how you're going to get it, you know. But look, I, I mean, I've been pureling like crazy, and I have a little bit of a cold out, you know. So I, I think also you have to allow yourself to to get it and build up your defense to it. That's what I was because I, I actually bought my own purel, brought it in here, and uh, and then I started to get sick, and I'm like, I I have been washing my hands and pureling like crazy. How can I possibly now at this point? You know, start to come down with something. I, I don't, you know, I don't understand how I can be, you know, clearing myself of of any sort of germs and still manage. Well, yeah, to yeah, pick you're not. You're never. Up. You're never a hundred percent. This is no way. You no, know. But but I wanted to know it because I was joking with my wife because when we thought that you had the swine flu, Chuck. That mm -hmm. all right? If I get this. I got a four-month-old baby at home. You know, sh should I rent a hotel room? I wonder if anybody's ever done that to like just make sure that uh, that I don't get, get out of the house. Get out of the yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, that's possible. I mean, yeah. Yeah. What do you do? How do you? Because there's just no way to completely. Mm -mm. Keep you from you know from the rest of the family. And my house is small, you know what I mean. I, I you know I just live in a, a regular split level house. There's really no way to completely quarter myself off from. And you from and the, the kids the use the same sippy cups. We do, yeah. <laughs> well, not anymore. Uh, from April through the end of August, the CDC reported nine, over nine thousand swine flu hospitalizations and five hundred ninety three deaths in the United States. And well, they said that it's not one hundred percent accurate, but around there. Well, you guys remember a few years ago when I had that? Uh, I guess they determined that it was probably MRSA, but yeah. they, they weren't. Yeah, I started taking antibiotics before they could uh, to, to fully check it. Uh, and uh, basically, we quarantined me in my room, you know, and like nobody in the house would come near me. It was like the death room, man. It stunk in there. Yeah. It was just Were you sweaty, in there with like peasants? Gross. It, yeah, it was almost yeah, like yeah. that. And it was, I, I felt weird, you know? Yeah, we had one day last week. I mean, the kids were still going to daycare. My wife was going to work. So I opened up every single window in the house <laughs> all the way, turned on all the ceiling fans just to get the stink, oh, sick smell out Totally, of right? Yeah, it was you can smell when somebody's yeah. that sick. It's yeah, just and, terrible. And, you know, I lived on Gatorade for about 10 days. Yeah. And now I think whenever I drink Gatorade, I'm going to think that's yep. a sick drink. You know, it, like I do. I, I currently, because a, a lot of times when I've had, uh, well, not a lot, but I've had it take two or three times in my life, food poisoning, after you have that, you got to slam the yeah. Gatorade and or the Pedialyte to replace those electrolytes. Right. And I'm going to go to uh, Kristen on the phone. Hey, Kristen, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Kristen? Not much. All right, go ahead. You're on. Oh, I just want to tell you guys that I don't use Purell on purpose. I avoid it like the plague. I don't use antibacterial hand soap. If I if I don't have the option of not using antibacterial hand soap, I would rather not wash my hands. Okay, and why is that? Because I, I, mean, I was a bio major in college, and one of the things you learn about is how fast bacteria mutate, how fast they grow and replicate. So... When you use antibacterial soap, they, you know, they mutate faster because the bacteria that survive against, you know, your antibacterial stuff are just that much more threatening. And are, 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 you see, are you saying, Kristen, that they start to mutate into stronger strains so that they can combat the Purell? 
As, well, absolutely. Well, the ones that survive the Purell are just that much worse. The real badass the bacteria. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, they're pretty nasty. I, so, I, I mean... Yeah, I think I'm trying to avoid the whole mutation thing, so I just I don't use Purell. Have you have you brought your theory up to anybody else uh, in the medical community? Um, not necessarily. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I'm, I I couldn't tell you if it's uh, you know I'm hundred percent proven, but it is true that you know like stuff like antibiotics, even antibiotics that used to work like decades ago. Don't work anymore. Yeah, they, uh, doctors are hesitant on over-prescribing anti, uh, you know, exactly. antibodies. It's for, or, the, it's for the same reason. Yeah, because after a while, you, and these people who overly purify their homes, the, the yeah. kids get raised without any de natural yeah. defenses right. against the diseases. Yeah. I mean, well, and that's the thing. Uh, there, there's going to be, oh, there's always going to be two sides to this story. Because my wife was a bio major as well, and she is on the exact opposite of what Kristen was talking about. Like we have Purell all over the house. Yeah, why would you? Why would you not? Yeah, yeah. Well, well see, I that's think, it. You I can't, think... and it goes back and forth like that. You can't get any definitive way to go. It's like eggs are good for you, eggs are bad for you, yeah, eggs are good right. for you. We it's like, that. well, which is it? God damn it. Yeah. I mean, we have Purell in the house. We have the little travel containers. We went to uh, the Academy of uh, Natural Sciences the other day, and yet you got sick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I probably got it there. You know, but I get sick anyway. Yeah, but that's you know? the thing. With pure, if you use too much of it, I mean, that girl. I don't, I don't completely agree with her, but to some extent, I do. Too much, you are. You're. I mean, sure. you just become immune to it. Is is basically what she was saying. Now, I don't like Purell either. I I don't use it. I rarely use it unless I absolutely have to but i'd rather just wash my hands i do use antibacterial when, soap to wash you, my hands but when you can't when you can't when get can't, to wash your I'll hands you got to use it yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't i don't really use the stuff maybe i wipe with it I and it burns <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to do my sphincter's tender to begin with i don't uh, i don't like the feel of it i, I don't I, I like washing my hands and then rinsing the soap off I, uh, it feels well it feels gross and sticky on my hands afterwards <laughs> <laughs> he, he even knows he knows he knows he knows now and you can just tell there was a little less confidence. <laughs> By the way, dude, I got some, going back to an earlier uh, conversation we had last week, I, I went and got some jock edge spray. It's still causing me problems, really? by the way. Yeah, I got you this. Still go to the doctor! I'm going to the doctor. But I sprayed this stuff on last night. Jesus God, did that burn, man. Oh, it, it, it I mean, you. It like, what did you spray on? It was like my... my it was butane. My, t my, you know, scrotum was like a... It felt like an orange on fire. It was really? just... Yes, it was bizarre, man. I, I, I hear a new song in that press. An orange on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's your testicle screaming. Hang on, let me go to... Uh, let me go to... Hang on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My balls are on fire! <laughs> oh, All right, hang on. Let me go to uh, let me go to Rob. I just lost him. Oh, Rob is going to kind of go along with uh, what uh, our last caller had said. Uh, let me go to here. John distributes Purell. Oh. All right, for a living. Hey, John, how you doing, man? Hey guys, you guys rock. Thanks, oh. buddy. What's going on, bud? Uh, I uh, report metrics on case flow rate with supply chain management for uh, the company that makes and distributes Purell. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> he said Purell at the very end. Yeah, of right. he, we were losing you a bit, but you say you distribute for the company that makes Purell. Well, yeah, it's the same company, and uh, I report metrics on it, so how well okay. we're distributing and everything like that. So you and come through the control. matrix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, no, but but, but long story short, is is there is there a truth to, to what I'm uh, to what I'm hearing that there are there are big shortages of Purell? Yeah, there's been a huge shortage since April swine flu broke out because that broke out in Mexico. And now we had it produced in Mexico, so it's just a big mess, and there, there's, there's just, and you can't keep up with demand at all, because 
El head wash exceptional. John, can you indeed wipe with Purell? Uh, I wouldn't advise it, but you might have to talk to a doctor about okay. that. Okay, all right, I wasn't sure. I, I wonder where the doc... I, I would assume doctors would have... Because you'll see it in doctor's offices. Oh, yeah. They'll, it'll be there. I assume that they come down in favor of using it. Uh, you Go know. to a hospital, and yeah. there, there, all these, uh, you know, the things that we have all lined up and down the uh, the hallway here. They have those outside of like every patient room. They're inside every patient. They actually room. have yeah. they actually have Purell tub girls yeah. at the hospital. <laughs> but uh, Nick, if you don't they like that, yeah. how awesome yeah. would that be? Purell tub girls. Wow. But Nick, if you don't like that sticky you know feeling what? on your hands, should we set that up? We got to do that. <laughs> let's get Brittany, some of our Hooters girls, Megan, <laughs> and let's set up. Let's set up a Purell tub. Yeah. All right, out All somewhere right. on the streets right of Philadelphia. Down. I like Shot that, that down. idea. Okay. Okay. Thank you. We but, don't have uh, enough to do this week anyway. No. <laughs> In the hospitals, they have it's more of like a Purell lotion. All right, lotion. so so it, it like moisturizes as well. well as this this looks yeah. like that comes out of the ones outside of the studios. Looks like uh, it looks like semen. Yeah, yeah. yeah Oh, it's, it, Maybe it's it a semen. Maybe it's a big practical joke. <laughs> <laughs> who I don't know. Who could generate that much? Bill Weston. Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> uh, somebody in our engineering department or something, maybe. Let me go to... Uh... <laughs> Let me go to Ben. Shut up. Let me go to Ben. Hey, Ben, how you doing? What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, listen, uh, my, my wife, she uses uh, Lysol on everything. I yeah. mean, you go and put your head down on a pillow. And you just suck in Lysol, and I think she was freaking nuts. But I'll tell you I, what, it works. You know what? Oh, yeah? And then I have to say, I don't. I, I I can see the 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 angle on both sides of this, which is if you overdo it, do you diminish your body's ability to fight it? I so. Yeah. Or, or or do you have to be more vigilant about it, and that's how you end up successful? Well, what I've heard is that the Purell is it's alcohol based, right? And that's, yeah. You can smell it, right? And that's actually why some people drink it, which is right. terrible. And it's awesome, but the but the alcohol will just kill all bacteria no matter what. It's not antibacterial because right? there's some right. good bacteria on your skin. Exactly. So it just it eliminates all the bacteria. Uh, the the difference between Purell and drugs, antibacterial drugs, is those uh, drugs are designed specifically for whatever bacteria they're fighting, right? So they'll build up immunities, those bacteria will build up immunities against the drugs that are fighting them. Purell is just going to kill everything no matter what anyway. So if you're that terrified of bacteria, which you probably shouldn't be because you're going to encounter them no matter what, use Purell. But if, it, you know, the, the, the argument that Kristen called in, the, the drug argument versus Purell argument is not exactly sound because it, it's two different arguments. All right. Uh, if somebody, somebody can verify that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm fairly I, certain I know what I'm talking about. I was I was of the thinking that I wasn't using a Purell. I wasn't paying any attention to it. It's not going to yeah. happen to me. If I, if I do get it, I'll just deal with it for two or three days, be miserable, and move on. Two weeks Trust later, me, I have I've done a total one eighty. Do uh, do everything you think you can do. Because, okay. You know I don't I don't know where to stand on the whole shot thing. I, you know I had a lot of conversations with different doctors about the different kinds of shots to get. Um, did, did they tell live you? Live virus, you know, like inhaler, live virus. Right, I've seen that. And my one doctor said, you know, the H1N1 is coming out. He's like, but I wouldn't be first in line to get it. Like, he doesn't see it. He didn't trust it. So, you know, I don't know where to be on, on that whole thing, especially for my kids. You I know don't like I mean? to hear that because right. I, I don't know, you know, I hear that if you get the shot, if you get the flu shot now, that you're only covered for a couple of weeks anyway. Mm. So yeah, I haven't I, heard anything I mean, about is, it, is, like, wearing off. We need to talk to some doctors because... The uh, I hear that you know you just get it for a short amount of time, but the flu season lasts much longer than that. But yeah. the flu season with the regular strain of the flu uh, is not doesn't happen until later in the year. So what I heard, Chuck, and this is chances are you actually had swine flu, um, but they just don't they didn't diagnose it all because not 
every strain of flu uh, th- that doesn't happen for a few more months. Did you hear that at the doctor's no, office? No, there was no. He, he didn't set any sort of time frame. They basically huh. said because actually my my daughter got an earache um, and I had to take her to the doctor. I, I asked her asked uh, her doctor about shots and he said that if he had them he would give them to her now, but he didn't have them. Right, they're, they're having a hard time uh, um, f- filling all these orders right, for the flu I, shots. I think a lot of schools require it, and especially yeah. in Jersey. I think it's a law. They're woefully underprepared. Yeah, right. I thought you had told me that. So your kids didn't, they didn't have to get them? They do have to get them. Oh, they do. But they haven't been available to them yet. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Hang on, I got uh, Dr. Jeff. Doctor! Doctor! On the line. Hey, doctor, good morning. Nova Scotia! No, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> and you're a medical man, you do <laughs> that to us. What's up, Jeff? I know, I know. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're good. good. So uh, can you speak on the to uh, antibacterialize or not debate that we're having? Yeah, I I think part of the issue is you look at anything, all of these things are antibacterial in the sense that they kill bacteria. Right. Soap kills bacteria. Alcohol kills bacteria. And I I think what the whole antibacterial thing is, it's a big marketing ploy to go ahead and say, hey, we've added something additional to this that makes us effective against bacteria. Soap is wonderfully effective, and what it actually is is that there's no resistance against the soap. You don't, you don't get resistance against Purell. What they do is they actually break apart the cell. Um, the agent gets in there like soap gets in between the cell layer, and when you scrub, it actually physically breaks it apart. Mm. It's almost like taking like a cheese grater and like rubbing it on your arm. Which is what I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it, it works. It right? works like a charm. So, so all right, so in the... In the in the overall picture here, if you have the option of uh, purelling and and uh, and you know if you can't make it to wash your hands, just is it is it okay to err on the side of caution and do that as often as you can? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Now let me ask you this: Is it true that we've heard uh, what I've heard from a few people that if you get the flu shot now, that it'll only right. last for a couple of weeks and does not in fact stain your system throughout the whole flu season? You know, they were actually uh, thinking about whether that was the case or not and whether people might need two injections of the H1N1 flu. Um, and they did studies, and they've shown that actually just one injection of the H1N1 should be sufficient to provide you immunity throughout this throughout this outbreak. Okay, throughout this outbreak and the subsequent flu season or just the outbreak of H1N1? So now the H1N1 flu is just specific for the H1N1 flu. Okay. And you have your seasonal flu, which is what we've all been getting shots for for the last 10 years. And there are two entirely different strains, two entirely different creatures. All right. And so to be protected against both... You need two shots. Two shots. Okay. Now, the one caveat with the seasonal flu is they actually make that... They started making that six months ago, nine months ago. And they were trying to forecast in the future which flu, which seasonal flu strain would come and affect us. Right, because it's different each time, right? Exactly. Right. And so sometimes they hit it dead on and they nail it. Sometimes they, you know, really miss. And a couple of years ago, everybody who got flu shots was still getting the flu. Jeff, do uh, you... Or the seasonal flu. Jeff, do you get the flu shot? I do. I, I, I have gotten the seasonal flu this year. And I'll be getting the H1N1 flu this, this week. All right. And, and listen, since I got you on the line, I have three kids at home, uh, <laughs> headache, fever, and vomiting. Does that sound like flu or, or virus? It, it probably is the flu. Okay. Um, I mean, the flu is the virus. And I guess, you know, is it the flu or just a regular run-of-the-mill virus? Um, right now, what we're saying and what the CDC says is that if you have flu-like symptoms, chills, uh, cough, body aches, um, vomiting, 
and you have a fever over 100 degrees, you yeah. presume it's flu, and and you work on that. You actually don't even need to test for flu anymore. They just say, treat this as flu. It's being so right. common now. Okay. Chances are so high. So my son had 105 over the weekend. Yeah. 105 or 100.5? No, 105. That's like emergency wow. room territory. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, yeah, that, that is. I mean, they, they, have to get, they have to get it taken down. Okay. Cool. And, uh, Doctor, uh, two questions. A, do you use Purell, uh, Purell? And B, uh, would you recommend that we do, you know, with as many, like, hands as we shake and people we, we interact with? You know, absolutely. I, I prefer soap because, yeah, I don't like that, uh, <laughs> that sticky feeling either. Yeah, I, I, I know. Um, it actually dries out your hands yeah, really bad, I, too. I absolutely. I use Perel when I don't have soap. Okay. All right, cool. Well, thank you, doctor. We appreciate it. Bye-bye, guys. Right, see, we'll my see biggest later. concern here is that I'm a hand model. And I, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, hey, by the way, is Purell a brand name? It's, yeah. It's yeah. a brand, yeah. right? Yes. So there's all different kinds of, yeah. of these. You guys just happen to use that particular Purell, brand, yeah. right? Yeah, mm -hmm. Purell is, uh, yeah. But there, there, there are definite shortages, as I said before. I said CBS yesterday and they were like wiped out of it i was so bummed because my friend who was a uh, you know he was in farm sales he was with this company that had like a purell based thing and i never had to pay for it it was great and then he switched companies so now all of a sudden i have to go out and buy it but like he would just give me huge tubs of this stuff oh really yeah, and and one he would give me the purell and then he would also give me the uh Midol. the Midol. <laughs> for any cramps for just just in case and then um no but also all you know all when you're on your menzies <laughs> the lotion which i i really enjoyed the lotion it was yeah. nice yeah, uh, I get all my Kotex from him too. <laughs> all right, well, especially with Chuck being back, I'm I'm going to start using some of this. Yeah, because I mean he was You're Chuck, crawling with it. Chuck was very sick and yeah. has pneumonia, so still. And they said that could be stick around. Now, do you have what's considered walking pneumonia at this or point? Or the boogie uh, woogie flu? I have, yeah, you have the rocking pneumonia and the boogie woogie flu. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm vertical and I and I can I can uh, keep my balance, and that's what makes me happy. But, and how much uh, weight did you lose while you were sick? About seven pounds. Seven oh. pounds. Just before bathing suit season, if you could get this. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Perfect time. You had a good, healthy spring flu. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, be careful. <laughs> I know that uh, through my son's school, there's uh, it's going through there. Kids oh, yeah. They're just getting sick and staying out. And, uh, you know, and Chuck was out for two weeks, man. Unreal. Florida. Well, glad you're feeling better, though. Thanks a lot. I'm, I'm really glad to be back. It was like first day of school. I couldn't sleep last night coming in here. <laughs> very excited. Yeah. I noticed it's you had your new trapper keeper. Back. <laughs> That's right. Preston and Steve on 93.3. WMMR. Steve, I got an email <laughs> that you gotta hear. Okay. Kathy gave this to me. It was sent to her. You're gonna love this. All right. <laughs> it says, uh, hi, uh, I'm Tom Nee, 20 years old from Springfield. My cousin, brother, and me have been listening to WMMR forever and have been hearing the Scary World commercial for the last few weeks. Uh, we all go to uh, Delaware County Community College and we are off tomorrow, so we figured, uh, we figured we'd go to Scary World in Claymont, Delaware. <laughs> but there was a huge problem. Scary World doesn't exist. <laughs> we pulled into an empty parking lot with the most ghetto people any of us have ever seen. So I called WMMR and talked oh. to some guy who told us that it's not a real place. It's just a fake commercial. <laughs> We couldn't get mad because this type of stuff always happens to us. So we just laughed and drove home for another half hour. Thanks for always making us laugh, Tom Nee. That's hilarious. Steve, yeah. they went looking for Scary World. It's so blatantly over the top. Well, that that's yeah. You just assume that people would realize that's a joke. Well, it's like the uh, it's the perpetual 
annual urban legend of the haunted attraction that's 13 stories tall. Oh, yeah. I've, got, I've gotten a and few then, of those emails. People, what, what you do need to do is I've been go, getting them for 10 years. Go to 13haunts.com. It has everything listed in the area. And then we have tremendous haunted attractions in and around the area. But my version of Scary World does not exist. Right. And the 13 floors... Does not exist. exist. It's not real. It's an urban legend. It always has been. But you know what's funny is that um, I met a girl who did the same thing. So that's like that's another person that's what went looking for Scary World. She went to Claymont, (laughs) Delaware, and was looking for Scary World. Uh, yeah, no. Scary World is uh, no. That, but again, 13haunts.com. We've got tremendous uh, haunted attractions in the area. They're all listed there. And they're all real. And they're, and they're all, all real as opposed to my version of Scary World during which you crap blood. God, dude, that is so Blood! blood you're crapping blood! God. Uh, you know, they do, though. People do, you know, they, they at these various places, you know, that, that especially like on the 13 Haunts uh, ones, people will whiz themselves. Oh, they it, keep it track of the some, some of these places take pride in keeping track yeah. of how many times people either pee their pants or even poop on occasion. And it's happened. And yeah, it does yeah, yeah. happen, absolutely. Uh, speaking of the uh, the haunted houses and, and scary stuff, uh, over the, they've really stepped up the uh, uh, the horror movies. On cable over this the weekend. This is my time. This is, this is, I'm, I'm in my glory because I'm a, you know, my two favorite holidays are, you know, Christmas and, and Halloween. Just, did thunders. you, uh, did you watch anything over the weekend? Oh, God, yeah. All the alien stuff was on. They had Halloween on. They had, uh, they had that, that remake of the, of Carrie that it was like a little, it was like a mini series. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a, couple, a couple of the, uh, Living Dead movies were on. Uh, just great stuff. There's, I, I love, I love when they, they just pull out all the stuffs. Uh, uh, A&E does it a lot. Yeah. A&E and, um, AMC lately has started yep. ramming it up as well. And on AMC last night or the night before, uh, The Shining was on. It was on last night too. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and that one, um, I, I probably hadn't watched much of it since college. God damn it, that's a scary movie. It's, it's, it's a great movie. My yeah. my one issue with The Shining, excuse me, as I choke to death, is uh, is that. Uh, Nicholson, the, the, you've read the book, Preston, right? You've read the no, Shining? no, it's right. on my list. Okay. I've read a lot of King stuff, and I haven't read that. I do need to read it, uh, and I, I think it's a masterpiece. And I love Kubrick, but I think that Jack Nicholson already comes across as a little loony. Yeah. So, so his descent into madness seems a lot more likely. It's right. not, not as big as a leap right. as the book. If you had, it. if you had someone who, like in in the in the book, is just a, a family man and a, certainly a, a troubled family man. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, his, his descent would be more austere when the, when the resort starts going crazy though. Right. And the, and the blood and all everything, you know, everything's coming apart. That's amazing. And his performance is sensational. It's just, I think that was actually Stephen King's one issue with it. Yeah. But it's yeah. still a masterpiece. Uh, tell you what I saw over the weekend, Steve, which I will recommend to people if you want to see a good scary movie that's a little bit off the beaten path. Uh, it was on over the weekend, Quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. Was, uh, and I came, I tuned in right when, when they find the first person who's got this thing going on it's the old lady standing there in the shadows she's not moving and they're talking to her where she's just kind of rocking back and forth i'm like holy god that scared the hell out of me it it, it sort of got short shrift it's based on a uh, on a on a uh i think it's from south america movie called or maybe spain it's it's uh called record and it's the same plot line preston where they you know that's where they got it from is basically a remake yeah but uh, it's rabies in this case a super form of, of rabies that is causing people to become Basically, these zombies, and I loved, I loved quarantine. Yeah, so did I. I thought it was really good. You guys really need to check out Paranormal Activity if you can before I want Halloween. to. I, I just, I want to see it. In my, and if I, if I see it, and I want quiet when I see it. Yeah. I, I, so I got to pick the right showing. You so got to go to an a matinee. A matinee yeah. yeah. I, 
I don't think I want to see it. <laughs> I don't think I want to see it because I, I I think it touches on the, the that stuff scares me. Yeah. The 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 demon or ghost thing really scares me and i'm up at 4 a.m and everybody's asleep in my house and i have to be very quiet and tiptoe around as to not wake up the kids and i don't want to be thinking about that crap when i'm when i'm basically alone in a dark so house. Oh, you the the button pusher for you is ghost. is is ghost uh, ghost super, more super, so or demon supernatural like um, uh, like the the exorcism of emily rose did that did that f you up because uh, there there are a lot of sequences there it it did yeah yeah like, where like, she's she's like in just her dorm room. Yeah, well, a couple of scenes in that one was when she looked at like normal people and their faces twisted. Yeah, and yeah, demonic, yeah. demonic, that kind of scared me. Uh, it, it actually did scare me quite a bit. I mean, the one that effed me up for a long time and I saw it when I was a kid was The Exorcist. I mean, it flat out yeah. scared me out of my room. I would wake, my parents would wake up and they'd step on me in the morning because I was laying right next to the bed. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm probably like 12, 13 years old. You know, I should it be passing you up. It effed me up and no but but ghost stuff hauntings that's what scares me zombies vampires things like that really don't get to me except for salem's lot jesus christ (laughs) oh my god when the kid when uh yeah glenny click when he's scratching at the at the window because he's he wants he he comes god the the kid is in bed and and he you got to see the right one see uh, is this his? This is the music. Yeah. This is when he's scratching, scratching on the window. Good lord, that scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Do we have the dialogue when he comes up? Um, yeah, it's it's like a minute and a half yeah. long. I'll let it roll. But And you know, Preston, if you do see paranormal activity, you will then have demons in your house when you get I up know, at 4 in the morning. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, I don't... You know what I? You know what? In a feeble attempt to uh, to p- kind of persuade myself to go see it, I I looked. I tried to find it on Wikipedia. Hopefully that the entire movie plotline would be spelled out, and I wouldn't have any surprises if I went to go see it. But it's they, they doesn't have a Wikipedia. Well, I mean, you, you know, you know what you suffer from you though. You gotta what? You gotta let the hype. You can't get taken in by the hype. That's yeah. that's one thing. You gotta just go and see it. Uh, so many times, movies have been killed for me. But but I I, I no, it, it's, regardless it's still going to get to you. Oh, it's going to scare yeah, me. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, uh, you know what scared me? Blair Witch scared me. It was a good movie. Here's the Blair Witch trajectory, which I think and, and press. You remember years ago they started that viral campaign. It caught yeah. us. Went to see it. I really enjoyed the movie. And then Blair Witch caught an unfair sort of backlash against it. Mm-hmm. But, but it is a really solid horror movie that capitalizes on a fear that not many people address, which is the woods. Well, you know, even in broad daylight, they made the woods terrifying. And Steve, you bring up backlash, and this—I I have an issue with this uh, because it, it deals with haunted houses too. But people who go to either a movie or a haunted house uh, with their their chest puffed out, yeah, and uh, nothing's going to get to me—that whole idea. Then why you're missing you, it? Why even go? Right, you're missing the roll over and succumb to it. Let it enjoy it. It's yeah. supposed to scare you. Exactly. I it, can't stand that. There's a reason I watch all the scary movies with my hands, you know, over my <laughs> eyes, where I'm just watching through a little slit because that I enjoy that. Like I know it's not real. You want to be scared. I want to be scared. <laughs> yes. That's why I watch. Right. Stuff. Press listen. Paranormal activity. It's not so terrifying that you're not going to be able to sleep at night or you're going to be so scared in your own home. But it's. I think it's a well done movie at a very cheap <clears throat> budget. I'll tell you something. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> you right there. A little bit of the cold. Yeah. Uh, when uh, um, you know, I, I go out for walks during the day. I'll, I'll take the, the dog out. We'll go into a Sacred State Park and we'll do it. You know, a little bit of a, of a of a hike. 
And when I'm out there and it's quiet, I every time I think of Blair Witch. Yeah. Because it's just, the woods can be foreboding and, sure. and menacing. Yeah. And uh, so, Preston, the idea that an image of your house or something that you carry from this movie, you'll start to see in your house. Yes. Makes perfect sense to me. Exactly. All right, hang on. Let me go to Kristen. Hey, Kristen, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? You guys are awesome. Thank Hi. you. What's going on, Kristen? Oh, my gosh. So I saw a scary movie over the weekend, or the uh, paranormal activity over the weekend, and I hate scary movies. And so last night, I woke up at 3.20 in the morning, and I could not <clears throat> go back to sleep. I just had images of that movie well, in my head. Do you notice that, that in, in a lot of horror movies, that it's the 3 o'clock hour? Mm -hmm. that uh, I think even they make mention of that in, in, uh, in Emily Rose about... Um, Demonic activity taking place in the three o'clock hour because really? it's, it's Satan's Satan's way of profaning the Holy Trilogy. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And, and, and even, whether that's true or not, I don't care. It scares the crap out of you. Listen, I'm I'm a uh, when these stuff gets to me, the, the the thoughts about the scary movies and stuff is right as I'm about to fade off to sleep. Mm -hmm. That's when it happens. That's when my yeah. mind tends to wander for some well, reason. Well, you're, you're most you're most susceptible to suggestion. I was uh, uh, Steve. I told you yesterday. I watched this awesome documentary. Actually, it's uh, part uh, part acting and part documentary about uh, Ace of Cakes, Jonestown. <laughs> no. No, it wasn't Ace of Cakes. Oh. It was about the, the Guyana uh, tragedy and, and Jonestown and all that stuff. And as I'm fading off the bed, I started thinking about all those people committing suicide and, and the murder that took place. And it woke me back up. Yeah. I know that this scary movie would kill me, man. You know what? I, I, just because I've watched every scary movie pretty much out there, uh, there was a there was a time, I guess, you know, in my early 20s, my friend lived around the corner. Like, you know, I did a lot of walking because I was drinking then. And, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, like drinking and driving wasn't good. So if I was going to my buddy's house to drink or, or, yeah. or do whatever, I would, you know, walk home. But I would not walk home on the sidewalk i always because it was like you know one two o'clock in the morning i always walked in the middle of the street because of the scary movies you were that you were that creeped I out didn't, i didn't want to be drunk that, too well and did. drunk but yeah. i didn't want to be that close to the periphery where somebody could just reach out and grab me you know what i mean <laughs> yeah were you using hidden fists oh always hidden fists yeah. yes but in each fist was a crucifix right hang on let me go to randy hey randy how you doing good morning Gazooks. 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 what's up randy Hey, I just wanted to say one of the movies that effed me up when I was a kid was The Omen. Oh yeah, yeah. the the original Omen yep. with uh, with Gregory Peck is yeah. is is a, is a great, and that has that that thing that I love that systematic slow building, and, and and to me, some of the most terrifying scenes don't even involve what the kid's doing. It's like when the nanny kills herself. Yeah, and she, this is for you, Damien, and she jumps <sighs> off the balcony. I mean, that's that's just awesome stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's great. It's a scary world. It's scary. <laughs> You know what movie I want to go back and watch? Uh, it, I enjoyed it when I was a kid. Uh, it, it's called uh, April Fool's Day. You know, it's okay. At, at the twist at the ending. Yeah. It, it's you know, it's sort of. It, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Have you ever seen no. that movie? Okay. Um, yeah, I forgot. I'll, that was I'll, that was an '80s slasher flick, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it's it's got a different ending than than any other okay scary movie. I'll tell you what. You know, I mean, if the, the ones that I like have have those those subtle builds, mm -hmm. uh, and then there's some that are just like the movie like D Demons, which is just balls out. You know, d demons in a, in a movie theater. But uh, the, the slow builds, like uh, one of my favorite in the, in the past couple of years, is the descent. I love the descent. Have you seen that? With no, the, the, that's the all the, the women go they go spelunking in a cave. No, I saw. I've seen clips of it, and I've seen those things down there. Dear Lord, it's, they're hideous. It's bad. So it's bad enough they go down in this cave, and and they they get um you know the, 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 they're trying to do this extreme sort of cave ex exploration. The girl so, sort of screws them up a little bit. Doesn't report the actual cave they're going into the authorities. 
So they go down, the, the boulders collapse, so they're sort of trapped down there. They're trying to get out. While they're down there, they find out that there are these sort of human creatures that, I guess, long ago went into the caves down there and, and sort of morphed into these, like, subterranean creatures. And it gets really nasty really fast. Really? And it has some of the most terrifying, bloody imagery you'll ever Ooh. see. And it's all women. I mean, really? it's just pretty kick-ass. Yeah, see, I'm more like... Uh the, like the ghost things I said, they really because you, you me out. because that ha- the president a lot of times that's happening. They're not in a cave somewhere. Right. They're not on a spaceship. They're in a house. You know what movie I saw as a kid one time, Steve, in black and white. It was in the middle of the day. It was a weekend. I was at home alone. I was probably in like sixth grade or something like that. It was a classic, The House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, scared the hell the original, out of me. The one, the one I had to leave the house. I had to go outside <laughs> and wait for my parents because I didn't want to be inside my home. That that it scared me that bad. <laughs> it was a Vincent Price movie. Vincent Price <laughs> yeah. and it's. It has cheesy effects, yeah. but it, it's it's a it's a lot of fun. If you want to see one that, and I and I uh, I talk about this one all the time. It, it's it's a masterpiece of subtle suggestion. It's the original, The Haunting, not the one with Liam Neeson, which is out of friggin' control, but the original one, which is done all with sound and just slight imagery. Yeah, it's in black and white. And it will scare the crap out of you. Another movie that got me, and like I said, the ghost stuff does it for me. Uh, I like the, the haunting uh, will do it. The original will do it to you. Uh, the others with uh, the yeah. Nicole Kidman movie. Yeah. The one problem with the others is once you've seen it and yeah. you know the block conceit. Yeah. You, you, it's you can't watch it again. Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah. It doesn't have any effect anymore. Um, what else was I thinking of? Another. Uh, There's a great one I was telling you the other day. It's it's a black and white again. It's it's called The Innocence. It's based on turning uh, the turn of the screw. Yeah. About it's just, this governess is taking care of these two kids. Who are possessed by uh, by ghosts, oh. malevolent ghosts? Yeah, and uh, a lot of those shots take place in broad daylight, where you'll see just a person standing out in the in the uh, in the marsh. You know, yeah. the governess can see it. She say, "Who's that woman out there?" And I mean, <laughs> you'll grab your pants. It's hey, awesome. Let me go to uh, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thank oh. you, Kathy. What's up? Okay, I got a couple things for you. Yeah. Um, one is you were talking about the uh, three o'clock in the morning thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there's a show on, I think it's A&E, I'm not sure, it's a paranormal... Paranormal State. That's the one. Right, they call that, they call it dead time, right, at 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, that's the dead time. Right, when when they're going to go do their investigations, these are the guys from Penn State who go out and do their own uh, paranormal uh, investigations, uh, they'll do their main investigating time around 3 o'clock, so every morning, yeah. Spirit stuff is active or something. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I have another one for you. Um, when I was a kid, uh, when Carrie came on network television, yeah, because there was no cable back then, uh, back in the dark ages. Um, <laughs> anyhow, I'm down in my rec room watching Carrie, and the movie's over, and I go upstairs. Now the house is pitch black because it's you know it's nighttime. It's time to go to bed. So I go upstairs, and my grandfather, unbeknownst to me, is sitting in a chair, wait, (laughs) at me when I walk by, like like Carrie does at the end of the movie. Right, right, right. Grabbed you. I scream so loud that my neighbor next door, now I'm not attached to anybody, I'm a little ways away, heard me scream and comes pounding the door. Is everything okay? (laughs) Really? Yeah. On the floor, howling. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> Carrie, by the way, probably the 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 best. Oh my God! Moment at the end of any scary movie. Yeah, in, in I that, liked that movie. Also, one that never fails to get people is the is the original Friday the Thirteenth when uh, 
Jason jumps out of yes, the water. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and, and grabs her. That's exactly one of those right. same type of moments. I'm not big on the scary movies, but I did watch, like, Halloween was probably my favorite as a, you know, as a kid or when I was old enough to start watching the scary movies, that one was that, good. Well, you have a, you, that's, that's good taste because the original Halloween is, again, a masterpiece. It's done very subtly. And, and again, a lot of the times... Like Jamie Lee Curtis is walking along. She's walking home from school. It's daylight. It's the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she sees Michael Myers around the hedges. And then she walks up and he's out there. She's looking out her window and he's standing. You know, the uh, the laundry is blowing in the wind. He's putting up the laundry. <laughs> he's sniffing her paint. No. Yeah. Uh, and uh, all that, all that, it's just the, what they tell you. Like uh, Dr. Loomis in that talks about Michael Myers and says that he had this evil stare. And he knew that all his life he was waiting for this one night. You know, to come kill uh, the people of Haddonfield. Very cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, those movies, they got really good in the 80s, and then they got a little too cartoony. Do you, you know, know what's what fun, I mean? though? I mean, even though the ones that are cartoony, are, like Fright Night is one of my favorites. It's a fun yeah. It's a fun vampire movie. It, it's it really is. well done. Yeah, let me go to uh, Pat. Hey, Pat, how you doing? Hey, Cat Dukes, guys. Cat Dukes. Cat Dukes, man, what's up? All right, so I wanted to warn Preston, because uh, I'm susceptible to, like, ghosts and demon stuff, too. That paranormal activity will definitely get to you. Really? It's not like it's not like one of those crap your pants scary movies. Not one of the like, crap your pants oh, scary movies. Okay, but but it, yeah. you're saying it lives with you afterwards, Pat? Yeah, and and it's something where you know, like if I'm if I'm going and changing my laundry in the basement, I do it just a little quicker. Afraid <laughs> you know, to hear something, or and and they get you because it's not just. At nighttime, things happen during the day. Oh, that's great. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the, great. The sun isn't going to save you. You know, because I, I, uh, I will, uh, uh, I'm skittish as it is. If I'm in bed at night and I hear some kind of a little thump or something like that, or some errant, you know, right. house noise. Oh, that's just a demon crawling in the walls. You know, that's all nothing really you have to worry about. Too bad. Well, that's like in, in the Exorcist. In the in the beginning, they they think they have uh, they think they have rats in the attic. Oh. That you movie, remember that? That movie scared me yeah. so bad. And she's Ellen Burstyn goes up. She's got the uh, she's got the candle, and she goes up, and it flares the second she gets up into the attic. Yeah, it's it's uh, the demon is in the house. I yeah. remember exactly the first time I ever saw The Exorcist, and, and the first time I ever saw Friday the Thirteenth. These are movies that I didn't watch in my own home so maybe uh maybe that's why i was okay oh, well, you know i watched the, the my mother took me to see the exorcist in the theater? it was, was r-rated and, and, and i had to go with an adult she took me to see it and, and we were the only people in the theater we went to like a matinee what? and uh, so the theater was was yeah i mean it was i remember when it, when what, it opened what'd your mom think about it oh she loved it my my father refused to go see it. My, my father's like you would not demon stuff yeah he read the book he couldn't he couldn't take it i remember he was like he would read it like in page increments right he was just like and then put it down right uh, he i don't know i don't know if to this day he's ever seen the exorcist wow I, uh, yeah, that that movie that that got inside my head. It messed with me for a long time to the point where at any time that the demonic voice yeah, 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 yeah. on there, any time that would come up in a movie, I would just I'd check out immediately. What was once a demon is now a bear. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to Anthony. Anthony, what's up, man? Hey guys, Gadzoo. Gadzoo, man, what's going on? Hey, I you know a friend of mine went and seen that uh, paranormal activity, and he, you know he told me it you know. It was a, Scary thing he'd ever seen, scared the crap out of him. Yeah. So I figured, you know, I had to go see it, you know, I, I need a scary movie because they, they just don't make them like they do anymore, you know. I was looking forward to seeing it, maybe get some ass leakage scared the crap out of him too. <laughs> you were looking for some ass leakage. Yeah, yeah you know. All right. Yeah, I think it was a waste of money. You, uh, you, you didn't like it at all? No, nah, that that movie, it, it had maybe four parts in it that were really, you know, something that would make your heart skip a beat, but 
it just wasn't enough. You know, I, I think I would have rather waited for it to come out on DVD than see it. Right. Okay. You see, well, sometimes... Right. If you get caught up in the hype machine sometimes. Yeah, yeah and that, that's what it was. You yeah. Know? But, All right. you well, know, what's... As far as it, when I was a kid, though, you know, the one movie that really uh, got to me was a movie called 976 Evil. Oh, well, that that's kind of a crappy movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. But you always see that face when you're walking sure, down the yeah, street. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, because I lived in Camden, New Jersey, and I had to cut through a cemetery to go to my buddy's house. Uh, is, who, who directed that? Was it... Was it Sam? I don't know. No. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember the, the big campaign for that, though. Yeah, yeah. I That's why um, the uh, the movie Candyman was so good because it was like an urban sort of. Candyman's done yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Especially you know when she's in and she's in the in the bathroom and mm -hmm. she's saying Candyman into the mirror five times. You know, guess who still hasn't? I have still. I, I've never <laughs> looked in the mirror. I've never said Bloody Mary. Yeah. However, because many. that's based on the Bloody Mary. You know that yeah. Bloody Mary. No, it's Bloody, Bloody Murray. Murray. Bill, Bill yeah. Murray. If you say Bill Murray into a mirror <laughs> five times, a gopher will come out. No, the the um, uh, Bloody Mary is another one where you, I think you say that three times. Bloody Mary, or um, or if you say Candyman, I've never done. And what she's supposed to appear in the mirror, right? Uh, well, appears appears there yeah. and, and kills you. Uh, Who's Bloody Mary? It's it's an urban legend. As the story goes, she's a psychotic. Uh, Crazy woman. A woman I don't even who know. Died and and it's and there was they actually made movies uh, based on the Bloody Mary um, myth. The, I think from what I heard as a kid, you say Bloody Mary into the mirror x amount of times with your eyes closed, right? And then when you open your eyes, she'll appear in the mirror. Yeah. So I know th these are things that you were supposed to do like sleepovers, right? Do you remember right. that? Light exactly. as a feather, stiff as a board. That uh -huh. whole deal. Yeah. Right. The uh, 976 Evil, by the way, Steve, was directed by uh, uh, Freddy Krueger. Uh, Robert, Robert Englund. I thought England. so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, who we just had here. Uh, Steve, another good one, and one that kind of messed me up for a while was uh, when I was a kid was Phantasm. Phantasm is awesome. Yeah. The ori have you ever, have any of you seen the original Phantasm? Yeah. The ball no. thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And with me. the Angus Scrim who plays the, um, the tall man. The tall man. That was pretty messed up. <laughs> very, very cool. Uh, let me go to Alan. Hey, Alan, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Yeah, yeah, man. What's up? Hey, a movie that really scared the bejeebers out of me is back in the 80s. It was a George C. Scott movie. And yeah. It wasn't bloody. It was all psychological. It was called The Changeling. Yeah, it's it's on... Uh, I should put that list up that I that I have. It's a, uh, That's on my top 25 uh, horror movies of all time. I think that's one of the greatest ghost story movies ever made. It's, you know, it's, it's all psychological. It's all what you're thinking he's seeing and what he could be hearing. And it's just... Yeah, it gives you the chills. Everything well, I mean, my kids watching now. I mean, we actually have on tape. <laughs> the sequence uh, in the changeling that that gets to me is he, uh, this kid who was murdered in the house. This this red this ball comes rolling into the room where George C. Scott is in, in this house. His family's died a horrible death in a, in a car accident. So he's trying to pick up his life. So the the ghost is is sort of taunting him or trying to communicate with him, and and, and the ball comes in and he's. He's so furious. He takes the ball, gets in the car, drives out, yes. drives to a, an overpass, throws it into a, a river, drives back home. He walks through the door and he hears, dun, 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 oh, and the ball's coming down the steps to him. Oh, Steve, what's that? And, it, and it's dripping wet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just got chills from that. All right, thank <laughs> Steve, you. Steve, what movie is that where they're cleaning the asbestos out of the mental hospital or whatever? Session, session nine. nine. Session, all right, I've never I seen just, the I just watched thing. it over the weekend. Okay. I, I, session Good. nine, stay with it. It's it's very subtle, but towards the end, it has one of the the, the most chilling endings. It's awesome. Uh, what was the uh, what's the movie? Uh, I was thinking of another one that, that kind of got to me it was uh, the chick in the well. The uh, oh the ring. Oh the ring. Yeah the ring. Yeah the ring. The ring and the original. What? It was actually originally was called the chicken. The well. I was the thinking about well. baby Jessica who <laughs> fell down in 1986. That is like, that true story? They made yeah. a movie about that. <laughs> no, it's called the chicken. The well. <laughs> Steve, can you um, 
I, I'm just going to put this out yeah. there. But we have uh, you know the Preston Steve on demand section. Is there any way you could send your top twenty five to them and I, see what they can I, hook up? Maybe I'll, I'll talk to Tim. Tim. Yeah. Uh, Tim Graham handles that stuff. I'll see if they. Because I'd like to see all of them and not pay for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like for them to be free. Pop them up there. Yeah. there have you, and Preston, if you get a chance, see the original version of the Ring. Okay. Uh, which is the Japanese? I have Ringo. It. Yeah. Right. Very good. Very Ringo. good. Ring, it's Ringo. about Ringo. It's yeah. about the Beatles. <laughs> and, uh, and then they really F up a demon. <laughs> uh, let's go to so Jason. Don't F up the demon. It's just a demon. Uh, Jason, are you there? Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? What's up, Jason? Nothing. Good morning. I got two. They're not ghost stories, though. Um, wrong turn. Yeah. Wrong, wrong turn. And The Strangers. Those are two solid movies. Wrong turn is with uh, Eliza Dushku. Right. And, uh, and they're 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 uh, they're driving through the backwoods and driving they through Jersey, Jersey <laughs> and they get they get distracted, taken off the road by this sort of hillbilly cannibalistic fam right. mutated Jersey. driving through <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> in North Jersey, is it the Mineys? Uh, yeah, and uh, and yeah, this, that has some of the goriest, bloodiest stuff uh, in it. And then the Strangers is a really good movie. Just came out recently. Uh, with uh, Liv Tyler and I forget the guy's name, but um, uh, these people, oh, yeah. these people are, are in a house and they they start to get effed with but these people who are come who come up to the house late at night, knock on the door, and then they just start terrorizing this family just because they're home. So they they and start that's it. that that's it. With the, is that the movie where they wear the burlap sacks? They wear the burlap head? sacks okay. and they they just terrorize these this this uh, girlfriend really? boyfriend and girlfriend. It's really well done. Is it it's a, like it's a, you know it's also along the lines of the movie Vacancy, which was uh, was good with um, I didn't see that uh, from Underworld, um, Kate oh, Beckinsale. And, oh, uh, is this where they end up in that in, in that in the hotel, hotel, room? hotel room and they they put in the videos into the videotape player. John yeah. Cusack is no, it's no, not John Cusack. It's, that's uh, Owen, uh, It's not Owen Wilson. It's um, Luke Wilson. It's Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah Luke Wilson. And uh, they realized <laughs> that uh, they realized that snuff films were being made inside that hotel room. Okay. Yeah, no, I, the one you're talking about, Nick, is 1408. Yeah. No? I thought it had a chance, and parts of it were good, but it just kind of, it got a little goofy. There are some good moments in yeah, there it, are but some it's good like, moments. like no one in the room next door says, keep it down in there! Well, they and they do some interesting things with like the temperature of the room yeah. that I wouldn't think about for a horror film, but it was pretty cool. It's not exactly a horror film, but uh, Identity with uh, John Cusack and uh, Ray Liotta. I, I, I did like that, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. All right, well, anyway, it is that time, and uh, they are showing them like crazy. On cable, so we'll have to look and see if uh, yes, yeah, he can get his list up on. Uh, on Say anything's a good junk user. Isn't that good? Yeah, that's good. Um, and by the way, Scary World is not a real place. No. Not real. Just to let you know, it's not real for those who have actually tried to find it in Claymont, Delaware. It does not exist. It's a parody that Steve did. President Steve Rock on ninety WMMR. Uh, Kathy, you wanted to mention something? Yes, I just wanted to say thank you to uh, Dance Sport Academy in Ardmore. We had our little competition yesterday, and uh, a lot of people came out. So thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Heard there was an extra little uh, treat as far as what people got to see. Yes, a few people in the audience got a little treat when Mar uh, Marissa's tube top fell off. Oh! <laughs> yeah. She had like, luckily she had a little sweatshirt over this little sparkly tube top and it, it fell down. So in the middle of the performance, she was able to zip it up and cover up her nips. Uh, and, but were nips said, Hey, who's the stripper? Were said nips exposed you at know some what? point? I'm not sure. We can probably ask her, but I do know that a couple of people came up to me after and they were like, uh, did you see Marissa's top? <laughs> Marissa? I'm scared to see the video because I want to see how much came out. I know like it was definitely, it was definitely pretty low and my mom definitely noticed. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, so what were you, would you say? 
say that you were fully exposed to the audience at a certain point? There's a chance that if I lifted up my arms at some point, there may have been a nip slip. A All little right. nip slip on little Maris. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. And did that curry favor with the judges? Or uh, were you judged? Yeah, we we were all nice judged. work, Marissa. Way to give 110%. That may have been why people were cheering for you. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, who won? Yeah, who won? Um, I did. Yeah! Oh. 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 This was this Yay! dance dance competition that Kathy and Marissa and Matt Cord were all involved in. And uh, so you came in first place, huh? I did. And you know what? It, w- it was really close. At first, the three of us just stood, stood up there because they did it by crowd applause and we all looked at each other. We had no idea. There, were, it, there really was like no difference. And Jackie Bam Bam was like, all right, you can only cheer for one person. Like, you know, we, we need a winner here. So uh, I did end up winning and, and the money that we raised uh, is going to go to uh, Gary Tamoyan, the Lower Marion Police Officer all right. uh, who needs nice. a new, Very nice. new bathroom and stair lift in his house. Right, right. He has cool. So there's a chance that we have video of this? We, we do. Janice was there. Janice Productions was, was there. So hopefully they'll get the video over to us today. <laughs> unedited, yeah. please. I want to see the raw, unedited <laughs> Well, yeah. He, he, the guy was like, well, he was like, okay, I'll, I'll cut that out. We were like, no. No, you can't even <laughs> on in. Don't cut that out. Please. <laughs> so hopefully he'll send that to us um, later this morning and we can uh, get Marissa's nip slip up. Awesome. Yeah, I want to see the rest of my dance because I, I think I like blacked out for 30 seconds. All I thought about was, wow, is my boob sticking out? Because I was wearing like a yellow jacket, too, so I didn't know if you could still see see through it. I'll bet you could have stopped and started over if you wanted to. Steady <laughs> work. No, it was probably about like three quarters of the way done. So at that point, oh. you're into it, you're going. <laughs> and no, you don't stop in the middle of a performance. You just keep no. going. The professionals keep going no matter what. No yeah. matter how much of their self-respect is being frittered away. <laughs> keep dancing with your yeah. boots yeah. hanging out. Ironically, as I'm putting on this outfit, I was thinking, um, remember a couple years ago when Kathy's Top fell down and her bra was out. Yeah. I was yep. like, God, I hope that doesn't happen to me. Right. So you decided to not wear a bra. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. Did you there fart you when you were um, uh, bowing by any chance like Kathy did? I oh, found that's right. I, I found that. that. Preston, I found that video this morning and I was hysterical laughing. I was like, Casey, come in here. You have to see this. And just at the end, I bow with my partner and Casey put in a fart noise. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, well, we will let you. We will let the public know when that video does become available. Uh, real quick, I got an email that says, "Hey guys, uh, this says Jerkman's Cop uh, uh, did. Uh, wait, so, hey guys, I'd like to make a claim for Jerkman's Cop. I was listening to your great show as I was printing bushes at HUP, which is a hospital of the University of Penn. I can't remember what was said. I was cracking up so hard that I didn't notice that I stopped cutting the bush and started cutting my arm. Yeah. Oh! Did you me, see the pictures? Yeah, it was nasty. Lucky for me, a nurse saw." me holding my arm and cursing it myself oh. and took me to get it fixed up. I'm sending the pick in of my cut, my awesome new battle scar. Jeez. Uh, and uh, that is from uh, Junior Sento, who sent in the picture. Whoa. So we- thank you. We'll take care of you, Junior. He's come into the studio. He's uh, he's visited in the studio at a picture with us, Preston. But if you looked at the shot, the injury... It, it's so it's cut through. It looks like large chunks of rice because oh. it, it goes down through the skin and into like the uh, I guess the muscle below. Oh, nasty! Ew. All right, we'll make sure we got we got. It's really up cool. Jerkman's come. <laughs> uh, then this one was sent in as a marquee man. It says, "Hey guys, here's a few shots of an LED board at the haircut studio, specializing in men's haircuts." 
at 300 West State Street in Media, PA, everyone's hometown. Uh, thanks, and that is uh, Doug Farrell or Farrell. I'm not sure how he pronounces it. Uh, but thank you, guys. We appreciate it. And cuts is spelled with a K. So uh, we popped that up on the website. We, we appreciate love that. you giving us some love. He even wrote up on their, on their LED screen, one of them it says, uh, Habba Baba, <laughs> which is a uh, an Ed Bassmaster yeah. uh, saying. So um, get a Bartle Dew up there, too, which would be kind of nice. And then uh, one last email says, hey, guys, just found the, your station on the website. I love it. I live in Butte, Montana. Hey, ah, largest this, mine in the world. And the, the what? <laughs> largest <laughs> copper mine in the world. A big in hole. Butte, Montana. Yeah, there's a big uh, hole there. Uh, yeah, copper. Yeah, copper. Hey, my copper. Yeah, yeah a copper. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he says, the stations here really blow. Uh, what is the URL for your internet so that I can put my put it in my radio gadget for Google? <laughs> uh, this station plays constantly in my background, and I'm always on the computer. Your advertiser should be ecstatic that you play this all over the country. And, Love that. Uh, that is from Clinton Thornton. Clinton, Clinton Thornton. Clinton Thornton. Drink it from Butte, Montana. How did I end up in Butte, Montana? Oh, thank well, you. pull up a chair and listen. I got a really cool email from a guy who lives in New Mexico now uh, and is moving to Oklahoma, and uh, he, he's he's not from the area. It's, you he's know, from it's, New Mexico. He's from New Mexico, and, and he wants a Preston's Teeth tattoo. He said he will what? He will design his vacation just so he can come to Philadelphia and get a Preston Steve wow. tattoo. Wow, oh, get his ass out here. Absolutely. Yeah. Just yeah, let us that. know so we can bring out more security. Uh, yeah. ne <laughs> next Tuesday, we're doing <laughs> we're doing Philly's tattoos, but they're all booked up. We, yeah. got, we got everybody that we can for it, but that's going to be Tuesday. We'll make sure that the the cam is rolling for that. Um, hey, I, I wanted to, to bring something up because I think Chuck had mentioned he's having the same problem, but I know that uh, we had a little stink bug invasion, which is typical of this time of year. Oh, yeah. Uh, recently. But the other day, I, I walked into the foyer of my house, and uh, we have, uh, you know, small windows that go around the uh, the, the front door. The moat. So you can, no. So you can <laughs> see who's, you know, who might be at this the front door. after you've passed uh, Well, yeah, after you've passed over the gate. And I saw I saw a ladybug uh, on the inside, on the, on the little window, and I'm like, oh, how'd that little bugger get in here, you know? <laughs> so uh, I went over, and I, I saw the ladybug, and I, I picked it up, and I was just going to take it and throw it outside. <laughs> <laughs> but I looked up above the door and I saw oh, like God. three more uh -oh. Oh, and I looked over to the right and I saw about ten more and then I look up on our, our uh, foyer is open all the way up to the ceiling and we it's have like 30 a, feet up right we have a window that's way up there that you can't get to you know because it's so yeah. high up and there's like 50 of them uh, on the inside of the house these are these were what inside. I thought were ladybugs and I'm going, what in the hell is this all about? <gasps> and so we got out the vacuum cleaner and we sucked them all up. Because How did was, you get the ones at the window all the I, way up I, there? Went, I got the ladder out of my garage. <sighs> really? I have, I have a, a collapsible ladder and I had to climb up there. My wife had to hold the vacuum cleaner up above her head. And then I had to take the hose from up <sighs> there. So anyhow, and so we sucked them all up. And uh, and then I did a little bit of research I, I, because... Um, I, I just typed in, I went on Google or something, I typed in ladybug infestation. Ladybug infestation. So I get on there and I find, through going through a couple of links, it's actually, they're not ladybugs, they are... Shemale bugs. No, they're, they're, um, 
Asian lady beetles. Asian lady beetles. Yes. That's What's the are. difference? What is that? Well, yeah. the the ladybugs are are clearly black. Or, or, I'm sorry. <laughs> you come to the place where hot, horny Asian girl can't wait to present cheesy you. No, they're clearly uh, they're red with black dots. Okay. The the Asian lady beetles are actually uh, they can be red or they can have an orangish oh, color to yeah. them. Oh, right. Because the ones that I found uh, on closer inspection have more of an orange color to them. So wait, orange what? with black dots. And the other ones have have breasts and a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look. I didn't oh. get the microscope out. I couldn't really tell. Okay. Here you they're go. Look at the ass. There you go. That's them. There they are. They're the gay they're bar. Disgusting. And and apparently they will, unlike ladybugs, they will um, pee uh, standing up. No, what's the word? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> pee standing up. Because they got a penis. No, they uh, will, uh, what's the word when they all gather together? Um, congregate? No, no, no. They, uh, Exhortate? No. Deviate? Oh, Leviate. <laughs> uh, no, they, they, they will swarm. Oh, swarm. swarm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Preston, do you know that some of them bite? No. no. Yes. It says some bite, most do not. Sometimes most the tickle. Asian lady <laughs> beetle bites the skin, uh, often stinging. It causes a stinging sensation. I have what? not. I have not seen this this type of. Uh, so, but it looks almost exactly like a ladybug. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I, I thought, and I had never seen anything like that. Chuck, you uh, you yeah, had a similar we, thing. We've had this problem a few times. It was your um, your house is built relatively new. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Was it a wooded area before the house? Uh, was built yes. Here? Yep. It was an Indian we, burial we ground. Down a house in order to build <laughs> our house. I don't have my headphones. We knocked down a house in order to build my house. And when we knocked down the house, we also knocked down two huge pine trees. Oh. First, like November, October, that we were there and the pine trees were gone. Thousands of them over the back of the house. Thousands. Wow. Covering the back of the house, climbing, climbing did, through the window, through the doors. Everything. Yeah, did any of them get inside? Oh, yeah. yeah I don't know how the hell these things are getting inside. They're, They're tiny. Like, through the door crack and everything. They mail so, themselves in. Well, yeah. listen, we, we, <laughs> no, we, we sucked them up and then the next day. Oh, are you kidding? Bang. Uh, yeah, a whole new crop of them. So I would freak your out. house, as much as you'd like to think that it's completely airtight, there you know, there's they can get in. Yeah. Hey, when when we were kids, uh, we, when you would catch a ladybug, when you ha when you had it in your hand, you yeah. would you, we would sing it a song, and at the end of the song, it would fly away. You guys for you good get, luck, right? For good luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. No. Wait. Oh, in the you what guys never you sang the song. I, no. I what is the ladybug song? It's uh, ladybug, ladybug, yes. fly yes. away. Oh, wait, wait, come Lady, no, ladybug, ladybug, fly away. Your house is on fire and your kids are gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> Makes no sense. Does not even rhyme. No, we did, Casey. We sang the same song. Yeah, ladybug, you ladybug, your house fly away. Your house is on fire and your kids are gonna die. Yeah. Yes, you would say the same thing, yes. Kathy. And your kids are all gonna die. Yeah. The hell's that about? What kind of a horrible know. neighborhood do you people grow up in? See, I'm Delco. You're Bucks County, man. This is this is uh, international. Did you do the the Daisy one too? Mommy had a baby and its head, head popped, popped off. off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. wait, I know that one. How yeah. did that go? That was, I don't know. No, you do that with dandelions. No, you, dandelions. you do that with actual right, children. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah, because you would uh, you tie the knot in it and yeah, pop it off with your thumb. Yeah. How, how, what was it's it? a flower vasectomy? I remember his mommy had a baby and its head popped off. Boink. Yeah. By yeah. the way, wait a minute. Look look at that dot on the ceiling up there. Is that a bug? That's just a dot. No, that's, I think oh. that's a remote. <laughs> You've seen them everywhere now. They followed me. They followed me from home. No! We had a, 
we had a stink bug in our house over. I guess maybe it was on Thursday or Friday For night. Dinner. But it was. Uh, we have crown molding in our in our uh, you know living area. Ooh, crown molding. <laughs> but so, so we watched it, and it was and it was crawling. And normally, when we see a bug, we'll just take it out of the yeah. house immediately. But we actually timed it, and 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 it just it did an entire lap around the entire you know the entire living room on the. How long did it take? About a half hour. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're wow. slow. They're stupid. Yeah. Dumb. Tell it that it's his house is on fire and its kids are going to die. Yeah. He'll pick it up a little bit. <laughs> Apparently, their 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 fire department in the bug world is not as thorough as ours. Uh, I'm going to go to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Good. Hey, what's up, Jeff? Uh, I just want to let you guys. Well, first of all, you guys rock. Thank you. Why? Thank you, sir. I just wanted to tell you, I was at my girlfriend's house just the other night, and she has this thing in her room. There's just all these like ladybugs. I, they, I'm scared of, like, insects, first of all. Like, I'm scared of spiders, so I'm yeah. always bothered by them. But yeah. they're, like, these little orange ones, just like you were saying, and they swarm. They, like, cluster around yep. the ceiling. Yep. But she's not scared of them at all. She's like, oh, no, the ladybugs, they're lucky. But I got to tell her, I'm like, those, those are not ladybugs. There's a difference. And now I'm going to be more scared of them, so now I'm going to scream like a little girl around well, them. Now you know that they actually bite, correct? Is that what you were saying, Kathy? Uh, yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, they actually yeah, bite. Some of them, yeah, apparently some of them do. So, I mean, I don't really spend the night in a room, so, I mean, maybe... <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't tell her. <laughs> so these are Asian she-man lady. Asian lady beetles. Asian. Which, right. by the way, we had a caller said, doesn't that mean Yoko Ono? Hey. <laughs> but uh, Asian lady beetles are what they apparently are called. Hold on. Which I'm not sure if those are the same as the... Uh, you ever seen those Asian uh, beetle traps that they No, that they those, leave are out? those are Japanese beetles. Those are Japanese beetles. Yeah, yeah we, we, bigger. Have you ever put those outside the yeah. house? They fill up like nobody's business. Yeah, and they're they're not small bugs. So it, no. when they fill up, it gets it's gross. It gets heavy. You hear so, them screaming. Yeah, they're sh like big shiny beetles, Preston. You see them flying around. Oh, nasty. Yeah. All right, let me go to uh, I have Phil. Hey, Phil, how you doing? All I did was get out of the shower. Yeah. Oh. What's going on, Phil? Hey, I would like to sing you all the uh, the ladybug song. Okay. <laughs> Ladybug, ladybug, fly away home. Your house is on fire. Your children will burn. All except one. Her name is Anne, and she hid under the frying pan. <laughs> Man, that is a horrible song. Well, I mean, just 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 lyrically, it's horrible. Well, I didn't make it, it up. Yeah. It says it stems from superstitious beliefs uh, that it's unlucky to kill the ladybird. The lady, well, Ladybird lady, Johnson. Well, they call it lady. They call it ladybird, or uh, it's called a ladybird. It's unlucky here. to kill Lyndon Johnson's wife. Mm -hmm. And that that verse would make them fly off. Okay, as opposed to having to kill it, yeah. you just want to scare it so bad that its house you is want, on you know, fire. You, <laughs> you need to leave now because your children are right. burning. The oh, object no. is to make the bug reconsider its life path. Okay. All right, let me go to... Is this really where you want to be right now? Let me or go. have you checked into DeVry? <laughs> <laughs> let me go to Mary. Hey, Mary. Good morning, fellas. Good, How are you? Good. What's going on? Mine's similar to that, but I don't know about the frying pan. It's ladybug, ladybug, fly away home. Your house is on fire. Your children are all alone, and then you let it go. Your children oh, okay, so that you figure you'll appeal to its maternal instincts to go back, get exactly. off the hooch, and stop hooking. Right. Exactly. As opposed to your children actually being on fire. Killing fire I think, and burning I, alive. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, you don't want to cause it a heart attack. You just want it to reconsider its maternal right requirements. You might want to rush home. Maybe right you, away. you could be a better mother. What 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 is the deal with the the ladybug and the um the dots on its back? Isn't there some some sort of lore attached to that? Like a regular ladybug has. I just thought or it was like something, some, something akin to like a four leaf clover. Right. Oh, like a certain amount, right? Let's see. You know what? I've never heard that. Uh, that I if, you, really if, if if it has six, if you peel back the. Uh, the wing, you'll win the lottery. Uh, I don't, ooh, there's possible. something lucky attached to uh, to the dots on its back. I'm not really sure. Let me go to Jake real quick. Hey, Jake, good morning. Hey. 
Yeah. I can eat the meat all you want. Yeah, of course. <laughs> What's up, man? Dude, I was working outside, and there was a bush full of them. A bush. They were, and they started swarming me and biting me. And my boss was like, they're ladybugs. They don't bite. Dude, no, you, you, you were right. Your boss was wrong. I didn't know about yeah. the biting thing. They were biting little goddamn things. were biting me like crazy, man. Hey, hey, Jake, how many would you say you had on you? Ten, at least. Wow. They wouldn't leave me alone. I had to get off the ladder, climb down, and wait for them to leave. I have not wow, seen okay. these things. We've got we've had the sting bugs, and we've talked about that many times, but it, these suckers I have not seen. Hang on. Pete's got a similar thing. Hey, Pete, how you doing? What's up, bitches? Yeah, hey, what's up, man? Not much, man. I, I, same similar story with Jake. I was about 35 feet up in the air on a slo really sloped roof. And these damn things were all over me in my ears, on my shoulders, oh. on my hands. Damn, man. Were, now, were they were they biting you like him? They Something was stinging me, so I guess that's what it was. No well, kidding. you know what? I, I, this is probably another case of they came in on produce or something, not normally yeah. found in the country. And then they may not have really a natural predator here, so they're going crazy that's why there's so many of them in your house preston hang on let me go to uh spencer here as well hey spencer good morning hey guys what's going on bottle do what's up spence oh much uh i live in a house that's real old bucks county like 1700s and i still have those things everywhere and uh one morning i wake up and i got a huge welt on my arm and uh like three weeks later i go to the doctor he's like yeah that's infected you need to get that cut open so they sliced me open, and I got this huge, uh, you know, like, bump on my arm. Got video of it. I'll have to send it to you guys. And uh, the doctor said, yeah, it came from a bug bite. And I'm thinking it had to be those things that threw out my house. Yeah. Yes. So you're, but Preston, you're getting off easy then if you're not being attacked or bitten yeah, by him. Yeah, dude, now things, the, the, the landscape has changed at the house. Yeah. It's go time. <laughs> it's war. Uh, it's on. They're not, I, I was being. I need you to go up 20 clicks and uh, take him out. I was being kind of nice at first. I grabbed the one and threw it outside, but now, yeah, we're calling in the troops because I'm not going to deal you with stuff. You have to napalm that. You're going to have to level that house. Stuff that bites. And you know what, Preston? I just found some information. It looks like they may be hatching in your house. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what the, that's what it says. Jeez. <laughs> You're a dead man. You get, get, well, you may want to contact an exterminator. Uh, Yeah, I might want to. We do have an exterminator, so hold on a second. Let me go to another On staff? <laughs> then we got to take a, No. Oh. On, on retainer. Uh, retainer. Let me go to Wes. I knew this call was going to come. <laughs> hey, Wes, what's going hey, on, man? Hey, I'm an exterminator, and um, the actual name for ladybugs is called a ladybird beetle. But what it sounds like you have is what's called a box elder bug. They almost look like a ladybug, but they're a little more elongated, but they're also red and black. Okay. And they swarm and they'll cluster like that. But the thing that's throwing me off, because I treat these things all the time. I get them all over me, but I've never been bitten by them. Huh. I know so those things, those longer black ones. No, I don't think that's what, you, what you're talking about. I know exactly what he's talking about. They kind of, yeah. they have like, you can see their legs too, right? Yeah. They're Taiwanese yeah, they're like cluster these, suckers. They're yeah, disgusting, they, those things. But they cluster up like that, and they're just like this time of year, like this is when you'll get like them. Stink bugs and everything, but let me tell you something. There are far too many bugs that should. And this is the problem. This is why we have to build a wall around the. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> this is all the immigration thing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, don't they stop these bugs at the border? Taiwanese cluster suckers. Yes. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, and it says they bite when they're seeking shelter. Okay. So do I. All right. it's, I lost more real estate agents that way. <laughs>
<laughs> what are you doing? Uh, all right. Well, obviously, it's uh, several people have had that thing, but I never in all my years, I, in all my years, yeah. I had never seen anything like that. I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, gosh darn thing! I that they were inside and that they were cl- literally clustering like that up in a corner. There'd be like you know. 20 of them all crawling over each other, little Ugh. orgy type thing. Do you have one of those QVC collapsible ladders like you see where you can put it yeah. horizontally and all that yes. stuff and it goes up 30 feet? Uh, I don't know if it was if okay. that's thirty feet or not. Because your, yeah. your foyer is very yeah high, yeah, it goes all the way to the top story. level of the house. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it got up high enough to where I could use the right. vacuum cleaner attached to suck the hose to suck them out of there. So I, I've got to go do some more sucking, I guess. <laughs> Gross. Uh, so You're falling I, down on the job there. I know, I know. But anyhow, it was weird. Now that I know they bite, that's got me a little freaked yeah, out. Yeah, damn it. Time to move. All right. Well, anyway, if that's a problem, you may want to call the exterminator. Preston and Steve Rock on ninety three three. W-M-M-R. By the way, I don't, I don't think I'll ever get tired of this audio. Like no. That's going to win the game! No way! 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 Wow. By the way, I've just been told that that audio right there, we have that available as a ringtone. Hey! Oh, that's if awesome. You want, if you want to put that on your phone, you can get that via uh, WMMR.com. So go right ahead and do that. And Michael Barkan is here with us. Yeah! What's up? Yo, brother, how you doing? How'd you get in my bedroom? Uh, <laughs> is that is the that heck? We have our way. Is that so. where your setup is? Because you're you're on with, uh, it's an ISDN line, right? <laughs> no, I meant the call. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, it's a little right. uh, little ISD. I'm in the studio. Come yeah. on, oh yeah, yeah, it's magic. It is magic. You know. Uh, are you excited about this or what? <laughs> oh, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. Yeah, part of me was uh, wanted to see, you know, uh, the the complete destruction of of the Yankees and uh, not even make it into the into the show. But how, uh, as I thought about this on the way into work this morning, I was thinking, how just amazing would it be? Philadelphia overtakes New York. You're the, so right. The, the city that we've sat in the shadow of forever. How great would it be to just absolutely crush and destroy? A sweep would be a gift from God, you know, yeah. something and like I that. And I think I think it could go like that. I really do. You, Although you do, yeah, I do. I, I, except I think I think the national media, no one will give the uh, give the Phillies or Philadelphia their due. So you know, you'll see that that the Yankees will be favored, and and, and the Phillies are barely have a chance. Is that th- is that the way it's shaking out right now? From not, what you've well, seen? not yet, but you know what? It's it, give give it a day. Yeah, give it a day. It's going to be about Jeter and A-Rod. Although, you know, you got two MVPs on this Phillies team and, and, and uh, Jimmy and Ryan Howard. And, and certainly the, the names on this team are becoming household names and Jason Worth and Shane Victorino and Carlos Ruiz. Carlos Ruiz was at a Foreman Mills last night in the Northeast and, and it was like a thousand people waiting for three. <laughs> some of them, some of them showed up at nine in the morning wow. for an appearance at six o'clock at night. So it's, it's, it's just crazy with the Phillies. And I think that the, the rest of the country will catch on to that but that's how you become a household name really in, in sports is taken into the playoffs because that's when you see these guys nationally in your homes every year you well, know i was watching the uh angels yankees game last night and, and watching those two teams I, I really got the feeling that the phillies could beat either one of them i, I think that they certainly match up against them but i kind of like the underdog role I, I like going in and the yankees are the yankees and the dynasty right. and everything that they are and here we are hey we're world series champs but we're still the underdog mm-hmm. and which which could be the yankees have Bashers, my goodness! When into Shara and and uh, A Rod certainly, and Derek Jeter can hit him out, and so can Johnny Damon. The Yankees have a great line. Jorge Posada hit one the other night at California, but um, I think 
the Phillies have just as strong a lineup. The pitching is really where it's going to be won or lost. And, and when you look at what the Yankees throw in CC Sabathia uh, and AJ Burnett, and um, you, you know they're they're really really tough. And, and Andy Pettit, who pitched last night, those three guys, the, the, the Phillies, I think their arms are just as strong. But it all depends on how Charlie uses everybody. So we know Cliff Lee's going to start Game One, which is good. And had that Yankee series gone one more game, it would have affected the World Series really because. Sabathia would have likely gone in Game 7 of the ALCS, which which would have prevented his use for, for more than one game, perhaps, right. maybe two, um, but 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 unlikely in the World Series because you got to get your rest. But um, it, it's going to be it's going to be real exciting. Third closest uh, World Series in the last 20 years in proximity. Oh wow! Yes, that's pretty awesome. I did not know that. No, I, uh, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that is some wild wacky <laughs> stuff. Wild there. wild wacky stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, Cliff Lee's pitching the first game. We don't know who's going to be who's given the nod for, for game two. And I know that uh, tickets are going to be uh, tough to get here in Philadelphia. But Mongo uh, over at PhillyTailgate.com, he's got packages Ooh. to go up for game two nice. in New York. Wow. Nice. Oh, yeah. I got to send people in that direction. Well, doubt. listen, uh, Michael, because we do have one of the pitchers on hold, and we're going to talk to him in just a moment. Right. I, I did hear that you got a little bit of activity. What on the your, heck, Casey? On your Twitter account. What the heck are you doing, Casey? <laughs> well, I'm trying to get you friends. You, I, followers. Well, I, I got that, man. I'm, I'm, my followers have been building all weekend now. Casey sent a tweet out that said to uh, to send over a request to Michael Barkan. <laughs> no, a demand. A demand to have him on Daily News I'm Live. like Miley Cyrus territory yeah. now. Are you kidding me? You're I'm like, Montana. I'm like the real Shaq. I mean, I'm, it's crazy. All well, of a sudden, I have all these friends. Well, I, I sent him a message last week. I said, yo, put me on Daily News Live now. You know, and he responded. As soon wait, wait. As also, you added bitch. And he responded, as soon as you have more followers than me, oh, wait, you already do. So <laughs> so right. I was just uh, trying to get some people to, to go from, from the, the Casey Boy camp to the Michael Barkan camp. I'll take your 1,500 followers. I'll match up my five <laughs> followers. And let me tell you. We'll have a war. All right. Well, when it eventually comes down and we see you on there, that's when I'll believe it. But I'm not holding my breath on this one. We're right working now. on it. Yeah. We've got to figure out the machinations. It's, it's very complex, everybody. And Casey's fans, I want Casey's fans to know. All right. You know, All right. We're, we're working on this. All right. Don't right. call me. I'll call you. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Have uh, fun with Ryan. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. Thanks Michael a lot. Marquez. Talk to you later. Cast Sportsnet, our good friend. That was good, Case. I saw the I saw the the twit this weekend, and I'm like, all right, he's getting it rolling. Next time you do that, Casey, you probably should spell his name right because you spelled his last name incorrectly. Well, how did I spell it? With an uh, H. With an H. There's no H. It's B- Are you really? Yeah. yeah. That's Barkan. It's B A R K A N, right? Uh, two ends. Two ends. B A R K A N N. Yeah. And you have and a Bar-Con. silent L. Barkan solo. Oh. Not aware it's Le Barkan. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep spelling it wrong until he puts me on. <laughs> All right. That was keep part of your master plan yeah. is to not spell it properly. Keep doing that. All right. Should we get uh, our guests on the line? Yeah. yeah. Love having this guy on. He's obviously he's he's one of the nicest professional sports guys we I think we've ever had in studio. Uh, certainly one of the most, if not the most eloquent. And getting psyched for an awesome week. Please welcome from your Philadelphia Phillies, Mr. Ryan Madsen. Yeah! Hey, Ryan, how you doing, man? I'm sleeping. You're <laughs> you sound good for being get asleep. You, get your rest, young man. Yeah, 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 I am. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to get up uh, some energy right now. I was listening to you guys. You guys are great. <laughs> thank oh, you, thanks, thank man. you. Were you, uh, obviously, you watched the the ball game last night. Were you, anything uh, unexpected happen, or did you pretty much see those guys wrapping it up last night? 
No, I didn't see him wrapping it up at all. I, mean, I think, uh, you know, talking about you had uh, um, Barkan on there, they they all thought that the series was wrapped up last game. I'm yeah. like, this, is not, this ain't automatic here. I know the Yankees are good, but nothing's automatic in baseball. So yeah. it was a good series to watch, fun to watch, and uh, I wasn't I wasn't surprised, but I, I could have watched it go another another game that would have been exciting. When you yeah. when you were watching, uh, uh, you know, another team play and, and uh, possibly, you know, one obviously one of those teams that you were going to face for sure, are you, as these guys are stepping up and they're, uh, you know, getting ready to, uh, uh, to face off against whoever's pitching at the time, do you think about what you would be throwing? at the time? Oh, yeah. I got my notepad out. I'm, <laughs> you know, studying up. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how I am when I watch no. Project Runway. <laughs> no, it's just one of those things. You kind of just watch the game. You kind of see what kind of hitters they are. Uh, we faced them earlier. The Yankees, that is. We faced them earlier this year. Uh, got some good information there and just going to go out there and trust their stuff and, and yeah. have fun. It was cool. disappointing to see the Angels sort of gave that game away yesterday. But um, I, yeah. I wanted to um, I wanted to ask you because I was watching and I, and I hear the commentators con- you know talking about you know the pitchers and their tendencies and I know that you guys do your homework. But yeah. they they at one point when when Cole was pitching, you know he threw a curveball and the commentator said something to the effect of like all right he's going to get a fastball or changeup here because he virtually never throws two curveballs in a row. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, if the commentators know about this, then <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, you know what? You try and figure out. It's one of those things where he knows that you know that yeah. he knows that you know, and you try and mix it. You know, you can't ever figure out what, who's thinking what. You just kind of so, make your pitches. That's all. In, in many cases, it'll just be a lucky guess because you're 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 you know you're not going to do it absolutely the same way every time. They right. think they have you beat, and and any yeah. changeup is going to throw them off. That's the thing. The yeah. hitters think they're smarter than the pitchers. The pitchers think they're smarter. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know, that's hitter, so you kind of just go back and forth, and it's one of those things that you, you can't, you can never figure it out. Just go out there and and don't think about it too much. Just make good pitches and then go from there. So if that's the case, I have to imagine that the best hitters you've ever faced are ones that just know how to adjust or can adjust really even while you're in mid pitch or or, yeah. or while they're in mid swing. And with that in mind, is is somebody like Manny Ramirez or or even A Rod? Uh, is that the, who's who is the toughest batter you've ever faced? Uh, for me, Chipper Jones. He gives me the most trouble. I mean, he's a great hitter. He's a lifetime probably three thirty hitter or something. Anyways, he's probably lifetime five hundred and sixty off me or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's a one of those guys where he just as the pitches come in, he can see it. And a lot of these guys are like this. You know, guys like Chase and and Howard. They could they could just see things coming in and adjust within. I mean, a half a second they can. They, that's how good these hitters are in the in the big leagues, and some things where people don't appreciate how good they really are. I heard. I forget what pitcher uh, was was speaking. In. Uh, he was talking about um, the, the height of a batter and how that f's him up. If somebody's shorter and squatter, does that does that screw you up a bit, or is it all uh, the same? <laughs> no, it's all the same. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, I try not to think about that stuff. Uh, you get a big guy up there, you're like, oh god, no, it's not like that. It's sure. Just, it, um, but you, so basically, the, the mindset is just go play the game. Don't overanalyze. Don't over prepare. Just go with the flow. Yeah, if you can. I mean, yeah. that's the toughest part, especially in big games, big situations. You try and just try and just let it play out. You know, don't try and control every aspect of it. Just hey, all I can do is control this pitch right here. Yeah. Hey, so it's not that easy though. Ryan, did you happen to see the uh, uh, the video of uh, of Ray Liotta from uh, uh, Goodfellas from Goodfellas reacting to when uh, J Roll hit that uh, bottom of the ninth in Game Five? <laughs> no, no. I oh my God, we got to send that to you. It's right. it, there's some great videos floating around of uh, of just how excited people are oh, about man. what yeah. you guys have done and what you're planning on doing. 
we'll, we'll have to make sure that you get that. Listen, I got an email too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna embarrass you a little bit, but uh, in, in, in a good way. <laughs> it's in a good way. No, it's in a good way. It's an email. It's not from, about that uh, that brothel. No, uh, no. This is uh, <laughs> uh, a listener sent this over, and and uh, you know, it talks about how she's a fan of the show and so forth. And then she goes on to say, well, anyway, the reason I'm sending this to you is uh, after the game. And what uh, game was this at? It was game five. It was game five. All right. After the game, um, I went down to the lower level and was taking some random pictures of the players with my camera. I just wanted to share the attached picture with you because it gave me and everyone else around me chills. When Ryan Madsen came over after his interview with Ricky Bow and Michael Barkan and gave this kid a huge hug and then took his NLCS hat off and put it on the kid's head. Yeah, that's my buddy. Oh, that's your buddy? Yeah, that's my buddy, Jimmy Love, yeah. Okay, he, he says... in Washington Township. Oh, that's cool. He says if you yeah, could... Yeah, yeah. Go, oh, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, we're, we're buddies. We I met him uh, a couple months ago at uh, TGI Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna squeeze that in, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude those onion rings can be expensive. <laughs> yes, free beer, free beer. Free, yeah. <laughs> but he said it. Uh, she says if you get to see the look on this kid's face as well yeah. as the father, it's so nice to know how much these fans mean uh, to them and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've heard him on your show, and he seems so down to earth. And now I've seen it with my own eyes. Just wanted to pass yeah. son Ryan Matz, and you rock, and so does WMMR. How about that? Tina. That's awesome. yeah. yeah, that's awesome, man. Hey, speaking of TGI Fridays, I got a couple things I want to just Please. plug in here real quick. Plug uh, away. Tonight is shrimp night. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've never done this before. I swear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at TGI Fridays on on November eighteenth, they're going to have a bar competition, and it's for charity. It's for uh, American Heart Association. Great cause. Oh yeah, it's great. They do, uh, I haven't been to one yet, but I'm going this year on the 18th. I'll be there and they're going to do some bar competition, flipping bottles, making drinks, all for, uh, American Heart Association. So that's awesome. That's cool. And, uh, what, what else is, what else is cool on, on 18th, on the 18th, same day, they made it simple for me. I have a, a pin setter bowl, uh, bowling event. Yeah, you and Brent Selleck are going to be there. Yeah, yeah, for, uh, the children's charity. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna be awesome. So it's two of my favorite things, you know, bowl and then go drink. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else cool. can you ask for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's on the 18th as well. That starts at like six o'clock, I think. So. Okay. Yeah. So they'll, be, they'll be both fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, I've got the info here. There's uh, uh right. s some of your teammates may show up as well as the Eagles, yeah. and it's for the Variety Club, which is an awesome charity. Um, yes. All right. Pin setter, bar, and bowl, and that's in Pensacon. Yes. And I'm uh, glad you said that because I didn't know. <laughs> all right. I got all the info right here, and in fact, you can go to varietyphila.org for the information or you can call 215-735-0803 and we'll put the info up on PrestonSteve.com as well yeah we'll make sure that's on the awesome, website and, uh, and we'll remind people about it Ryan just to let them know uh, what's going on hey that's great man alright cool you so are you guys uh, you guys working out today or is it kind of a uh, yep. Yep. Yeah, we're going to go work out and then uh, take the train out to New York and uh, handle some business. Cool. Man, you know, I, I, last year was so amazing because it had been 25 years since anybody won anything here in Philadelphia of the four majors. And obviously 28 years since the Phillies had won the World Series. But this year, the, the excitement now that's going to build over the next few days and then once we get into the World Series, facing the Yankees. I, I just I, I I know as a player you get to you get to see it, but just as a fan, Ryan, we I'm so excited for this week, and I just I'm we're pulling for you so hard because to beat these guys would just be phenomenal. Yeah, I could definitely feel that. Uh, you know, last year didn't know what to expect, uncharted territory. You know, it was like everything was just kind of new and exciting. Now, having done it, you kind of know what to expect. You know how good it will feel if you if you can win again. You sure. know what I mean? And and so does it makes it a lot better? Does that in some way also pull some of that 
that tension off because you you, you know there's stuff now that you're going to be familiar with that you don't have to worry about acclimating to again. Absolutely. Um, you know, when we, were, we won the World Series last year, we were like, how are we going to play a regular season game after this? They were so exciting. You right. Know, and, but it made it made the whole season just much more relaxed, confident, like, hey, we know what we can do, and just flew through the season, no problem. I shouldn't say no problem, but flew through the season, did our job, and then every game has just been so much more calm and confident, for I think, for everybody, for me and for everybody, I think so. And it sounds, like, sounds like we're in a good place. Hey, uh, Absolutely. real quick, I have uh, somebody, real quick, let me see if I can pull him up on the line here. Uh, I have uh, Mike the chiropractor for the Phillies yeah. is on the line. Mike, are you there? I am. Hey, everyone. Hey, Ryan. Hey. What's up, Mike? What, what did you want to say, Mike? No, uh, Ryan is like that at all times. I just want to let you know. He comes into my office. He's probably one of the favorites of everybody in there. If kids are running around, he's trying to get treatment. Nothing but like always a great guy to everyone. It's not just something he puts on when the uh, cameras are on. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. But <laughs> wow. you, but Mike, I didn't yeah. pay him. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but Mike, didn't he you pays a- him in uh, TGI? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, did you have a complaint though? A complaint? Yeah. Oh, no, not necessarily. Oh, it says here that Ryan missed a session with you. Oh, that's right. He, well, he, he waved to me as he was going out onto the field. I think he thought I was going to be around yesterday even after practice. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. In the morning. Hey, some sure, people, some people work hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike, we got to let you go. So there you go. Another person vouching for, for Ryan Matson. That's cool, man. All right, well, listen, dude. We're all with you. We're all behind you. We're all very proud of you guys and excited about uh, what the next few days are going to hold uh, in store. So just keep doing what you're doing. All right, man. All right, we can definitely feel that. Thank right. you. Yep, and we'll uh, we'll continue to mention the uh, the info about uh, the 18th coming up in those two events for you. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate oh, that, guys. Good to talk to you, Ryan. Good luck, yeah, man. Yeah, Ryan yeah. Madsen, yeah. gang. How fast he throws the bowling ball down the uh, lane. I love that there are guys like that on the team. I, I love that. Yeah. Especially when you've got, you know, your Jeters and A-Rods and, yes. uh, and people that you know are a bit of a, an ego complex and all of that stuff. I, yeah. I, it's just, it's so cool to me on a level that they're, that they even where they are right now. They, they've, they've achieved it. They've proven that they're no flash in the pan. Yep. And so, I mean, I desperately would love to beat the Yankees for certain, but uh, it, it's also like, you know, anything here on in is gravy to some extent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean, last year, the the one thing was like, oh, yeah, we won the World Series, but we beat the Rays. You right. Know? And the Rays aren't even in the, the playoffs play. this season. Um, so, so to beat the best... I, I think would be, you know, just another feather in the cap there. The Rays would, were uh, in the World Series last year and I think 27th in the league this year in attendance. I mean, they just, they don't have a fan base. The well, Yankees, to their credit, have a great fan base. Sure. And a passionate one. It's and, because of the, the, uh, the merchandise that they market is really no one. What do you do with a manta ray? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, nah, but, uh, you know, you also point out, uh, you even look at the ratings from the, uh, uh, the World Series right. last year. They Super were, off. they were poor. Right. Yeah. It's, there, it was because it was the Rays. I mean, if you get two home, high profile teams in it, you get the Yankees in there, uh-huh. it's going to be a bigger national spotlight this year. So. They gotta do it. <laughs> they gotta do yeah. it. It's gonna be like the Mason Dixon line at exit seven on the Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Forget uh, about it. MMR rocks. With Preston and Steve. And now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Fart. By the way, Pierre, we're doing everything in this break, just to let you know. 
because I know he listens as to when to leave the house, right? <laughs> music news, right? Music news. Yeah, yeah. we're going we're gonna to do that. We're going to do the B-File, music news. And, and tomorrow's news. And uh, all that stuff here in this break. So let's start with this. A six-year-old Chinese girl has doctors puzzled after thick gray hair started growing all over her body. What? Earning her the nickname Cat Girl. Cat Girl? That's what they call her, yeah. Uh, Li Zonyon in southern China has a small birthmark on her back, or she had a small Whoa! birthmark on her back just months ago, <laughs> which has since grown to cover her entire back and parts of her arms and face. That's awful. Uh, doctors, yeah, you know what you look like? You you look like a cat. Her, her father said, doctors told us that it was uh, how it was just a birthmark even when it started spreading and now covers half of her body. Oh, it's kind of cool. That real? That's real. And now she can be in cats and save so much time and makeup. The father said uh, none of the other children want to play with her, and they're all calling her cat girl and are really mean to her. Wait, hold on. It's literally like she's growing fur. It's yeah. not yeah. just like a It's cute not too hairs. bad. No. Uh, a surgeon said... You would not have to get a towel after sex. <laughs> a surgeon said that uh, Lee may have a rare skin disease that makes uh, uh, normal moles run amok. Uh, you mean animals or... or <laughs> blemishes on your oh. body. Like, wow. However, uh, laser surgery could have been used if the skin problem was smaller. It's not. It's, it's uh, yeah. thick and everywhere. But there would be a significant chance of post-surgery hemorrhage if uh, she was operated on now. So they're going to see yeah. what they can do so about it. So either you be furry or you bleed to death. Yeah, one that of the you awful. pick. That is messed up. Uh, a man who bragged about being a pedophile in a video posted on YouTube was arrested Thursday on a charge of child endangerment. Uh, the arrest awesome. of Gary Wolcheski came just two days after his 21st birthday. He is charged with one count of fourth degree endangering the welfare of a child following a joint investigation by the prosecutor's office and police. Authorities said they found on his computer multiple images of children under 16 engaged in sexual act activity. Thank God these guys are so stupid. Oh, listen to how dumb this guy is. According to the profile for him on YouTube, he listed various, various aliases using names and profile names like Pedotech Team. Oh. No, I'm sorry, Pedotine Tech. Oh, even worse. Gary, even worse. Gary yeah. Goddix. Uh, my it is fat. My it is cool. These are some of the names he goes by. Um, and he said that he was fired by Walmart and uses YouTube to and Xbox Live online to search for his intended victims. Oh, well, he even lays out his methodology. Exactly. That's great. And he, and he put it in this video. Well, and, that's as brazen as you can get. Uh, so they arrest yeah, him. What's wrong with these people? He faces up to 18 months. I had to do the old-fashioned way without Xbox. Instead. <laughs> In state prison. Good old fashioned Jesus juice. Old fashioned Same Jesus juice. Yeah. I had to invite them over to play. You work for a living. I work for a living, man. That's right. Bust my ass. Bust their ass. That's <laughs> just a lot of ass busting. Oh, I'm God. just saying. All right, well, anyway. He should. my headset playing my Halo. No, I couldn't have it. Didn't have it. No. Did the old way. Yeah. Not your father's uh, pedophilia. Yeah. All right. Anyway, this guy's going to go to jail. All right, uh, people put up with a lot at work. Loud talkers, weird habits, competitive colleagues. Uh, but for an employee at a Troy, Michigan office, it was a co-worker's stinky salad that sent him over the edge. Wow. Stinky. It's like Kathy's salad. She has stink bugs in hers. Yeah. Stinky salad. 
Police said a 58-year-old staffer in an AT&T customer service center was eating a garlicky salad at his desk when he heard his 50, the 53-year-old man in the cubicle next to him grumbling about that smell. That is one stinky salad. The salad eater looked up you just... salad-eating prick. The salad eater looked up just as an aerosol can rose above the cubicle divider and he was sprayed in the eyes with uh. dim- disinfectant. A third worker told police that the sprayer told the salad eater, if you bring that smelly food in here again, I'll spray you again. Uh, the salad eater didn't seek medical attention, but does want his co-worker prosecuted. So they're looking into that. In Palermo, Sicily, a Sicilian builder uh, transferred from prison to house arrest, tried to get himself locked up again to escape arguments with his wife at home. Wow, it got that bad. Uh, Santo Gambino did... Do me a favor and send me back. Uh, did time for dumping hazardous waste before being moved to his house to uh, house arrest. Gambino went to the police station and asked to be put away again to avoid arguing with his wife. Here's how it works. I married the sucky bus. Uh, who accused him of failing to pay for the upkeep of their two children. And why don't you shut a you hole? Uh, police charged him with violating the conditions of his sentence and made him go home and patch things up. With I don't want to go home. Yeah. I like a jail. This was an actual Craigslist posting that somebody sent to me. And uh, I'm just going to read it to you. The, 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 the headline or whatever you call these things, right. which uh, yeah, gets you title. the attention. It says, need an amputee to compete, complete my Halloween costume. <laughs> and it says, so this might seem strange and really offensive to some, but hopefully someone will reply. I have always loved the scene in Empire Strikes Back where Chewbacca has to carry around a half-reconstructed C-3PO wow. in a backpack because he hasn't reattached his lower body yet. <laughs> For Halloween, I would like to dress up like this. I am big enough and strong enough to both pull off the Chewbacca look and to carry around a lot of weight for the night. So basically, I'm looking for a double amputee, someone missing both legs, preferably at the hip, to accompany me as C-3PO for the evening. Uh, we should meet ahead of time so that we can work out the backpack slash harness system. There are a few. Yeah, you probably want to make sure that that's tight. Says there are a few parties that I want to hit, and I think that we will be the hit of any event that we attend. Anyone up for this? Any quadruple amputees out there? Well, no, you just need the uh, the legs gone. Oh, he then he doesn't. That's right. I guess he did have his arms attached. His arms are attached, yeah, yeah. yes. What and, a uh, moron. That's in Brooklyn, in oh, case you're a double amputee sure. and you're looking for it. Wow, it what, sounds like a deal that's just too good to pass up. We're just going to have to wrap it up right there, my friends. <laughs> yeah. That is your B-file. All right, so the lesson question we give away this week. Uh, tickets to see our friend Dom Irera. Uh, he's going to be performing at the TLA on Friday, November 27th. Tickets go on sale uh, on Friday at noon. And where the hell are the quotas? Oh, where were they? Let me see here. Where's the paperclip? Let's go with... Where's the what? Color-coded paperclip. Oh, no. This is not color-coded. I'm sorry. Uh, Let me see here. Before the handprints in the cement outside the Chinese Theater in Hollywood, what did Hollywood stars like to leave on the sidewalk, according to Steve? 215-263-WMMR. Before they did the the handprints, what did they leave on the sidewalk? 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call now. WMMR.
Bar with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve, what do you have in store for us today? Well, Balloon Boy's mother, Mayumi Henny, has admitted to investigators that the whole incident was indeed a hoax. Really? Said Mayumi, quote, we wanted a happy-go-lucky family reality show and figured that the best way to get one was to pretend that our son was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Morrissey, the mopey 50-year-old former frontman of the Smiths, uh, spent Saturday night in a hospital after collapsing on stage in England. A spokesman for Great Western Hospital said that Morrissey was treated for, quote, a broken heart attack. Oh, oh my he's God. He's so sad. And finally, Tom Sizemore's ex-girlfriend claiming that the troubled actor has not paid a massive amount of child support for the twins he fathered with her. Sizemore says, it's, Sizemore says it's not as if he's blowing the money on heroin because he's spending it on cocaine. Oh. Oh. <laughs> trash. All right, Steve, let's see if we can uh, get the correct answer for the question, which is uh, before they did the handprints and footprints outside of, uh, at the time it was Grauman's Shop yes. Theater. Now it's just the man's. Uh, what did they leave? 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Travis. Hey, Travis. Oh, hey, oh. Travis! Oh. What is your answer, sir? Skid marks. Skid marks. Yeah. They, would, uh, they would just drag their ass around on like the a dog. Yeah, yeah, like a dog does. All right, and Travis, you got it right. We have for you tickets to see Dom Irera Friday, November twenty seventh, the TLA. Very funny Philly guy. Hang on, just a moment. Tickets are on sale Friday at noon at LiveNation.com. All right, now we got music news. Preston and Steve's music news. Oh, oh, all right. So Metallica has added $50,000 to the reward being offered for information on the whereabouts of Morgan Harrington, the 20-year-old Virginia Tech student who vanished while attending a Metallica concert in Charlottesville, Virginia on the 17th. This is an apt-up story. Yeah, according to CBSNews.com, Morgan's father, Dan, told CBS's uh, early show, Saturday edition, that he received a call from Metallica and was informed that the the band was adding the money to the, the, the $100,000 reward already raised by Harrington's co-workers. James Hetfield called him himself wow. and said, we want to put this money in there. Uh, Morgan had become separated from her friends at the concert while going to use the restroom and somehow found herself outside the arena and unable to get back in. And she called and told them that she'd either meet them after the show or find another way home, but she was never seen again. Uh, surveillance video uh, from the area around the arena has yielded no clues at this time. When was the concert? Uh, it was the 17th. Okay. And, this uh, has got to be absolutely devastating. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, have you ever been outside a venue when uh, when the, the party's going on inside? Yeah. It's pretty desolate. And if you're kind of walking around, you maybe she wandered around the parking lot or something like that. Met up with somebody who is yep. not on the up and up. Exactly. So we'll have to see. The family of late Sublime singer guitarist Brantley Knoll tried to get a restraining order issued restraining order issued to stop the use of the band's name by surviving bassist Eric Wilson and drummer uh, Bud Gaw. The two musicians uh, recently reactivated the group of frontman Rome Ramirez or Romy or whatever his name is stepping in for Knoll uh, playing a high profile gig on Saturday at Cypress Hill's 2009 Smokeout Festival in California. Statement issued on Friday by the family read in part the advertising and promotion of the new group as sublime has been done without the consent of the estate of the late Bradley Knoll. Uh, consisting of widow Troy Knoll and father Jim Papa Knoll and son Jacob Knoll. Uh, the estate intends uh, to take 
Appropriate legal action to protect Brad's intentions as well as the legacy and integrity of his body of work. Now, the statement added that uh, prior to his untimely passing, both Bud and Eric acknowledged that Brad Knoll was the sole owner of the name Sublime. It was Brad's expressed intention that no one that uh, no one used the name Sublime in any group that did not include him. And Brad even registered the trademark Sublime under his own name. Our hope is that Brad's ex-bandmates will respect his wishes and find a new name to perform under uh, so as to enhance the Sublime legacy without the confusion and disappointment that many fans have expressed upon seeing this announcement. That's crazy! Uh, Gaw and Wilson issued their own statement on Friday saying Brad's heirs apparently do not want the band Sublime to continue and tried unsuccessfully to file a temporary restraining order to prevent the band from carrying on. Despite these objections, we are pleased that the United States District Court has allowed us to perform as Sublime for all of our fans. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, all right, so is it, is it, they're still fighting on this? Yeah, yeah, right. basically. So they're, they're going to use the name, and, and we'll see. I mean, really, the band was him, was Brad Noel. It was. He wrote and sang the songs, and, and uh, they should probably try to find work elsewhere, but who knows they're trying to get Maybe they go out as not sublime. Maybe so. Uh, <laughs> this is, ladies and gentlemen, not, not sublime. sublime. Weezer taped a five-song sessions performance for AOL Music on Thursday night in Los Angeles, and the guest list included rapper Chameleonaire. Yes. Chameleonaire. 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 For real? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? Well, it's, it's, not, it's like a chameleon, yeah. which is an improper way of saying chameleon. Right. And uh, he's real. a millionaire. Yep. Uh, chameleonaire. But it's yeah. like, it's like cha-ching. No. Oh, is that it? I, 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 I never got that. I was yeah. thinking of uh, chameleon. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how what a poet he is. Chameleonaire. <laughs> chameleonaire. He's a chameleonaire. Oh, look at that goon. All right. Anyway, <laughs> chameleonaire. Yeah, man. <laughs> look at my grill. Are, are there, There's are, more money in my mouth than in your entire house. Are those braces or is that a grill? Yeah, it's my retainer. It's disgusting. That's that's I got to when I go to sleep. <laughs> All right. Anyway, chameleonaire. That's my chateef. Uh, pop singer Sarah. <laughs> Oh, that's a grill. <laughs> I hate that, man. <laughs> All right, well, anyway. Singer Sarah Barrielis and smooth jazz saxophonist Kenny G. Oh! oh. This is Weezer. According to Spinner.com, Kenny G did a solo on the new Weezer song, I'm Your Daddy. Uh, Barrielis debuted it with uh, frontman Rivers Cuomo on the current single, or didn't debut it, but duetted. <laughs> Uh, if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. And, I can't see without his blessing. And uh, Chameleonaire threw down some verses on Can't Stop Partying as a stand-in for Lil Wayne, oh. who uh, raps on the studio version of the well, track. I'm Lil Wayne. But was in court on Thursday to face gun possession charges. It happens. So was Kenny G. <laughs> Uh, Cuomo and Kenny G are neighbors. Kenny in G was packing a gat as well in Malibu, but had never met each other before the session. With Kenny saying, "I don't know anything about Weezer, nothing. I've heard the name, but I never knew any of their songs except some song about a sweater with wool coming." Oh, apart. He's locked in his own magical musical world, isn't he? Though, uh, and then also Stone Temple Pilots frontman Scott Weiland and his wife Mary Forsberg Weiland were so hooked on heroin that they once showed up to a party at Leonardo DiCaprio's house wearing long sleeves to hide their track marks. Oh. You don't do that. According to the New York Post, that's one of the many revelations Mary shared Not about, at Leo's house. about her life with Scott and her upcoming memoir, Fall to Pieces, a memoir of drugs, rock and roll, and mental illness. Uh, the book co-authored by with uh, ex Esquire editor Larkin Warren arrives in stores on the 10th. Huh. Mary, a former model, reveals in the book that she and Scott met when he was hired by her agency to take her back and forth for modeling gigs. 
I didn't so he, know was, that. he was a driver? I guess they've been together for a long time. Send me a driver and make sure he's a junkie. Uh, their turbulent relationship was marked by his public struggle with drugs, which landed him in jail and rehab several times. Mary's own battle with narcotics, as well as bipolar disorder, has been less documented. Uh, so we're going to find out more about these two. Wow, that, that seems pretty horrifying. And then finally, I have some uh, tour dates for you, too, that have been announced for the next leg. I don't know when the official on-sale info is going to hit, but there is a Philadelphia date, as we did wow. expect. And it will be at the link. Uh-huh. July 12th. Wow. July 12th. Right. is the date we have. Somebody have a calendar? I wonder what day of the week yes, that is. Yes, it's in July. Uh, no, I'm wondering what day of the oh. week that might happen to fall in. Uh, and they're going to be, it's not like they're going to be any, no, oh, really? Yeah. Monday, July 12th. Well, I assume that there's going to be more dates added to that. You know what? I don't know. Uh, they're just going to pull that entire rig into town and just well, do one night? It takes a few days to get that rig together. That's the thing. Yeah, uh, because so. they're going to be in uh, Miami on the 9th, uh, then they'll be in Philly on the 12th, and then Montreal on the 16th. So they got to move that stuff a long way, Steve. So... At hard least two days. You don't come to a major city and just do one night. Hard to see if they. Uh, hard to say at this point if they will. Tell do them it. we don't want them. One or more. All right, go back. <laughs> two or yeah. nothing. Two or nothing. All right, and uh, once again, mark that down in your calendar. That is going to be July twelfth. You two We're going to the Chamillionaire concert at the link. At the link. <laughs> I'm with you. Chamillionaire and his chitty. I'm, I'm getting some uh, <laughs> emails and texts saying that my pronunciation is incorrect. That it is chamillionaire. Ah! Snap! Yes. What now? Wow. Where did you come up with Chamillionaire? You just saw it and thought that made sense, or yeah, did you well, hear it? No, Nick is all hip hop. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, you know how much I'm into his music. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl Jam and Chamillionaire. Yeah, well, they they've uh, worked together before. No, I, I just I, I heard at some point somebody said Chamillionaire, and I always uh, thought it was Chamillionaire, but I, I defer to you. I know how heavy you are into the hip hop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that people know Nick has a fully uh, a bronze grill in his mouth. <laughs> he run, He runs. He's the CEO of Chamillionaire Entertainment. Or Camilitary Entertainment. Camilitary, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so anyway, we could just sit here and go on for a while about yeah, Camillionaire versus Chamillionaire. <laughs> oh, that'd be a battle royale. But we got to break than a Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. I don't want to mix it up. MMR Rocks with Preston and Steve. We do need to find out the ramifications of... Uh, you know, the uh, game number one on Wednesday. How do the games play out this week, Nick? It's, number, uh, number one's Wednesday. Wednesday, Thursday in New York, and then Saturday, Sunday, Monday back in Philly. So what they'll probably mm. do if it's rained out is, because they don't have very far to travel, it'll just be Thursday, Friday in New York. They'll just play five days in a row. Right. And they'll do Saturday, Sunday, Monday back here in Philly. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be all right. Yeah, just to have five nights in a row like yeah. that. And I, I was just checking weather not that long ago on uh, weather.com for, for New York, and it just looks, uh, looks like it's going to rain all day in New York on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, then that's that's pretty much here. The weather is there's not a lot of difference. Yeah. Uh, um, what is Saturday looking like, Halloween? Did you notice? Yeah, it's uh, not very nice. Um, son of a bitch. Oh, oh, son of a bitch! We still have some time to get there, so who knows if that'll change or not. I mean, Halloween on a Saturday is awesome. Yeah. So, you know, and then if you have good weather... You can maximize your candy taking. And what a Saturday it's going to be. I mean, it's it's Halloween. Yeah. Then it's the Phillies in the World Series at home, and it's Pearl Jam at the Spectrum. All on the same day. And lots of horror movies on TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy. 
It's just this week, uh, this whole month is just a, is a, it's a busy one, but it's an enjoyable one. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, and we go right from, you stop and think about it, we have the, uh, the, uh, Spanksgiving Day Parade coming up. And Gobbleroo coming up. And Gobbleroo. All these things are right around the corner. And then the camp out. We roll right into the camp out. And then the Granny Grand Prix in August. <laughs> no, we have a little oh, break okay, between right. then, but, but we might do like a, another, uh, uh, shopping trip. Oh, yeah. With the gang, you know, so th there are a lot of things planned between now and the end of the year. That we want you to be a part of. You just need to stay close to get that information. Uh, let me see. Um, we have a uh, we that we're going to give away, courtesy of our friends at uh, KFC in their five dollar Madden NFL box case. We ready for the letter? Sure. All right, let's Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter W, as in we. That's what I get to do. All right, and as I said, we have the we, uh, which is courtesy of the. New KFC $5 Madden NFL box. Choose from six KFC favorites plus a side and a Madden NFL cup. Ooh. Unthink and taste the unsub side of KFC. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I got That's gotta, unintelligible. Yes, but it's what they I want. Know. It's so, okay, though. Uh, let me see here. I want to thank Mr. Ryan Madsen. Yeah! Of your fills for being on our show. Couldn't be a nicer guy out there, and uh, was excited, obviously, about the uh, the series. And uh, it's just uh, just as laid back as you can get. And, and great ready. guy. If you want to meet up with him, uh, there are a couple of events that happen to be on the same day, and it's not until the 18th. So uh, hopefully, he'll have a new ring to show you. Uh, but it is the 10th annual Philly Athletes Bowling for the Variety Club. Ryan Madsen and our friend Brent Selleck of the uh, Eagles is, are going to be there. And this is uh, 6 to 7 p.m. is the VIP reception. And the bowling is from 7 till 10 p.m. And uh, Ryan said that after that, he is headed over to Friday's, TGI Friday's, <laughs> which is where he went after the victory last year. Yes, why Why screw it then? Which, which one? I know it's in Jersey. Do you no, guys Washington do? Township, he said. Washington Township. Yeah. Uh, TGI Fridays, and uh, they're going to be having a special bartending thing. So he said it's perfect. You go bowling, have a good time, then you go get some drinks. I get off. Exactly. So anyhow, uh, they're going to have a number of uh, celebrities that are going to be there for the event. And you can go to varietyfilla.org for the information. Go to PrestonSteve.com, and we'll have it on the community page and uh, right there on the front as well. And uh, Pierre Robert here in our studios this morning. How are you doing, Pierre? Good day. Enjoyable weekend? Lovely. Wonderful. Yeah, the, uh, the and last call at the Spectrum on Friday night. With, heard that uh, was awesome. Really, really cool with yeah. Pearl Jam, Todd Rundgren, and the Hooters. Pearl Jam was there, huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. Pretty right. And the, no. well, they wanted to re they wanted to um, rehearse. Ah, good. <laughs> Just wanted to uh, rehearse a little bit during the Hall of Notes set. <laughs> they did Rich Girl. Two different bands playing simultaneously. <laughs> First time and only time ever to be done in the spectrum here, here at a magical night. Man eater. You should yeah. have heard Eddie Eddie Vedder doing and it's a man eater. Man eater along with Glorified G. It was intense, man. man now, uh, this, intense. this, a week, the, you, with all the Springsteen stuff, you had uh, 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 an unbelievable schedule. This week is going to be similar for you. Well, we were there in the building till two in the morning. Jeez. Uh, on, on Friday, they had, uh, they had a big after party. There it is. There it is. Didn't and they know sang it. 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 it was the opening song. Really? Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, and that was, they were introduced by the Bacon Brothers, which was really cool. Oh, I didn't know those guys were there. Yeah, Michael Bacon. Did and they Kevin play? Bacon. No, they just came out uh, as a favor to Larry Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> that was their intro. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's a favor to Larry from Electric Factory Concerts. They came out uh, and introduced... Uh, <laughs> Did you hobnob with any of those guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then did Marissa freak you out? Did she take you somewhere afterwards? Oh, she took me to a horrible after-hours club called Z-Bar. <laughs> yeah, she tweeted about how weird it was. Why was it, it was so weird? Just horrible. Why, is it just a meat market or something? Yeah, packed yeah. With, with... I came out uh, smelling like a camel. Really? I mean, it was... It I know was, people love that place. It was a wall-to-wall cigarette. I mean, it was... No, the very... The people, the staff were very nice. It was just packed full of, of drunkards um, You get smoke in there? Yeah, private clubs you can smoke in. Ew. Really? Oh. After hours clubs you can like smoke in. Like the He-Man in. Haters Club. Women Haters Club. <laughs> your club little rascals, yeah. Oh. Um. Uh, but yeah, so, no, the, the staff was very, very nice. It was just, it was filled with, uh, with bachelor parties and this, this drunk man sat down next to us and almost vomited on us and that's that not was good. when we decided it was time to depart the well, Not your scene. Yeah. That, was, that's when you took your finger sandwiches and Meister Brown left. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I was I was I was going to ask you. Did you say hi to uh, uh, John or uh, you know uh, John <laughs> Daryl Hall and John Oates? Uh, uh, Dar- Is there uh, some of the uh, shut uh, up? Uh, uh, you know, just improv that you have been known to, uh, been come to known as? <laughs> it's okay. It's all okay. No, I didn't. Get no, no. <laughs> so the answer was no. The answer how, about, no. how about Todd Rundgren? Uh, no. Okay. How about uh, Pearl Jam since they were there? I, yeah. That's what I hear. That's he's what I was going to ask. I hear he's bird. very odd. Yeah, he uh, surfs his own wave. Yeah. <laughs> Being my own wave surfer myself, I can relate, but he really is on another wave altogether. Wow. Um, yeah, but Pearl Jam were incredibly nice. <laughs> uh, Eddie um, hung out with me. We did a few numbers together. Oh, you, oh, you meant next, next Saturday. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a little out of it, and he just rolled on in, surfed in, and uh, we hung out, and... Um, it's good. You've been doing life. so much, Pierre. How many of these Pearl Jam shows are you going to go to? Oh, four. Okay, see, now this, I want you to be careful because... And I'm, we got a Halloween party in there, too. And I'm being so honest. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, oh. Friday, and Saturday, Saturday I'll be out. I'm getting an injury vibe from you. Really? Yeah. Like another foot injury? That yeah. Gonna oh. That you're going to hurt yourself. What are you, psychic? Wow. Do they come through like Morse code, Preston? Yeah. I'm just saying that I'm I'm get I'm getting a, a vibe that uh, that Pierre will be uh, injured. Okay, by I, the end of the week, I'd like to take my mirror out and reflect that vibe. All right, soft off into the stratosphere where it hurts no one. An imminent uh, injury coming up, uh, Pierre Bear. That's what it sounds like yeah right. wow well so, uh, i i respect your radar on so that. be safe i'll be safe i'll yeah. be safe is anything in retro- plenty of liquids is anything in retrograde it that might, might be. cause this yeah i don't t- i don't look anymore because i don't want to know if, it, if mercury's in retrograde but okay. it probably is okay i know the moon is in the seventh house and jupiter's aligned with mars <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. That's a song, Kathy, in case you didn't know it. Oh god, that's great. Well, he is in the seventh house, and Jupiter aligns with Mars. Then peace will guide the planets, and love will steer the stars. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. 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 Aquar
Steve Carell. there for a moment okay. uh where were we pearl jam uh, oh pearl jam yes coming up and, and you're worried about pierre's uh injury <laughs> is that the original fifth dimension fifth dimension i believe yes exactly all right well anyway enough of that I just remember they had a really like huge fat black guy in that band. yes it always looked like he's about to die during every song <laughs> <scene. laughs> i said i would say that as a kid watching i don't think he's going to make it to the age of aquarius wow I remember the large guy. I remember, yeah. I remember him almost dying. He seemed to always okay. die. All right. Well, anyway, uh, thank you also to Michael Barkan, who was on our show this morning. And um, remember to tweet him and get Casey on Daily News yeah, Live. Uh, let me see. Uh, Pierre, what's coming up on the show today, Workforce sir? blocks of Bon Jovi, Green Day, Pink Floyd will flash back to last call at the Spectrum. We got great vinyl for Yes in honor of John Anderson's birthday yesterday. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, let me thank our sponsors real quick. Steven Singer Jewelers, the other corner of Aiden the Walnut, or I hate stevensinger.com. Also, Gwen and Mercy College, earn a degree that will advance your career. Go to gmcdegrees.com. And Litman Jewelers for an amazing selection of diamond engagement rings. Shop Litman Jewelers today. Tomorrow on the show... Uh, Deanna Durante from uh, oh. NBC will be joining us. She's Very a cool. charity that's coming up. All right, and we also have uh, John Dornboss possibly mm. as uh, we're getting set for Tuesday night this week that's with right. uh, Casey and John Dornboss kicking back. And we're also going to have a uh, Phillies Tattoosday extravaganza. Ooh. Loads of people coming by for Phillies Tattoos. From uh, Tattoos by RC. And I think we're having a mega something that uh, Nick is... Yeah, mega super... super mega. No. <laughs> super, mega, mega super. Mega, it'll be a mega super, super mega. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween naughty cam. Ooh. With uh, the definite so far are Amanda and Charmaine, who love dressing up. And then uh, Cat with a C is going to come in. And then, in theory, a whole bunch of uh, collegemansion.com girls as well. So a lot of calendar girls and a lot of hotties on the hottie cam tomorrow. All right, and we very, may, very well may be... It, it depends on the weather. Uh, but tomorrow might be the day to do it, but we, we gotta send out the glory hole. I think week. so. Glory Halloween is what yeah. it's gonna be called. Yay. Nick, tonight, Dave and Buster's Plymouth meeting, 6.30 to 8.30, right? That's right, I'll be there signing my Chamillionaire autograph. All right, please come out and join him. Uh, that's it, we're done. Ray John, have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. The Breston and Steve love you, hate you, live. I hate you for saying Steelers games are lame. Don't be jealous because we have six Lombardi trophies and the Eagles have none. Next message. Phillies, you have to beat the Yankees because you played so good. Cliffly, you played so good in the NLCS and the NLTS. Phillies beat the Yankees. Next message. Oh my god, I'm driving the f***ing for a birthday party. I'd rather shave my ass with a rusty razor than the top of gin. Oh! I'm so glad you shared. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks.